What? Our, it's I, a, I think. I think I know, this is a stream. I it's it's a stream of sorts. Um, it's some huh. some kind of a best of something uh, with an Android in Look it. Look at that. You know. <laughs> well, welcome everybody um, to the welcome best back. podcast intros this side of the Mississippi. Uh, second best to the SGGQA on Monday. You know, that's the way I like to say it. <laughs> I mean, we have a much better podcast name than I do for my own personal podcast. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Best of our week, uh, where TK and I discuss the best tech of our week. And boy, howdy, has it, it, it's been busy out there. It, it rains a lot this going on. This week has on. been raining. It's like, yeah, we went from a little bit of information to the, hey, Google just announced to the, oh, my God, let's just talk about this stuff. And, like, the accessory game isn't letting up either. I, you know, it's just all all, all round. All, all Absolutely. Round. We got a, got a lot of stuff to uh, to discuss. So I'm glad to see some some great folks here in the chat already. Barry Johnson, Ron Guido, Malik, David Burns, Gregory All, Michael Peppertech. Um, who was I missing? El Jefe Reviews, Farhan. And Mr. David Burns, um, of course, as usual, Jeff. All right, we, we, we got a full house, and uh, I, I think we need to jump right in. Um, obviously, the most pressing piece of news, now that the Pixel 7 has arrived, Pixel 7 Pro has arrived, I have finally replaced the case on my Pixel 6 Pro. Ooh, oh. nice. What's that ring on the so, back? <laughs> so this is the Peak Design case. Um, they, they pretty much mostly just make iPhone and a few Samsung cases, but they took a chance on the Pixel 6 Pro. Nice. Something tells me, like, it didn't really sell well enough for them to keep up because I haven't seen a Pixel 7 Pro case from them. But they've got a mounting system. So okay. they've got all of these, because Peak Design makes my absolute favorite little travel tripod. They've got all yep, these yep. little mounts and attachments. And so you can get like a car mount, a magnet mount, a handlebar mount, like if you want to ride it on your bike, and it just clicks into mm -hmm. this little square right there. So I, I, I'm going to give this a spin while I'm switching everything over to my Pixel 7 Pro. But it was like, I, I, I really did. I, I held on while it was failing and shards of broken plastic were sticking out the sides of that Pixel 6 Pro case. I made it all the way through to the Pixel 7 Pro being delivered. I am, while I'm very positive on a number of Google products, I am gonna be not very enthusiastic about Google cases. Well, so I'm gonna, so maybe the best question to be here is, let's segue since you're saying that. So that was sure. your conversation over on Pixel 6 Pro. What case are you using yeah. on the Pixel 7 Pro? Because I already got so, my case and it's a slightly different what, design, but it's not. What, what did, what did, what did, what did you get for your Pixel 7? Like, it's, like, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a camouflage case. Uh, it, oh, it hides nice. everything. It's a little bit of a see-through, but it still changes the color of it. Um, mm -hmm. The little black bar at the top. So nothing fancy. I'm still trying to okay. figure out what skin i'm gonna install on it because on the six pro sure. i had the wood skin for the longest time so yeah so you i'm gonna i, I, I don't have a case, case why not on my pixel 7 pro yet um okay. this afternoon was all about getting the whitestone dome glass screen protector on there yeah, and i, I, I feel kind of bad yet. because whitestone also sent they're making these new like like I don't even ones? know what you call this. It's like a film case. It's so a, it's, it's kind of like a plastic oh. protective case. Is it a film case? Yeah, I mean, hold on. Not that I just went under your This desk podcast is not brought to you by Whitestone, by Whitestone Dome, Dome, but they make no, no, great screen protectors. So I think this is more like a, like a, film. a, a fancier version of a plastic mm -hmm. TPU screen protector. I already have the glass on, so I think I'm just going to stick with that for a bit. I think most um, people... 
Yeah, it is a UV but just film. It's, a, it's, it's basically just a, a, it's, it's yeah, a way sorry, to prevent like scratches on your screen, and that's great. And it's it's a bit more of a bonded process. But I like having the glass oh, yeah. because I did actually gnarly drop my Pixel Six, and the Whitestone Dome is ripple cracked from ed edge to edge. I've, and you're I've like, that, that would have been my phone screen. And if I yep. even if I'd had a, a plastic screen protector on there, that would have cracked my actual screen, not not just the screen protector. So I'm, I'm very appreciative. Whitestone Dome sent that out. I'm going to be putting together just another quick little video on how I always manage to fail at installing Whitestone Dome screen protectors. And it's I've got, really I've not gotten, that hard. No, I've gotten pretty good at it now. I actually have a spot in the house where I know. I was, I was so close and yeah, yeah. I was going through and I was like, I'm not even going to watch the video this time. I'm just going to follow just the written <laughs> instructions. Everything is going to be great. And again, I nudged the table where the first vial of the goop, the goop yeah, yeah. ran to the edge of the phone. And I, well, now I've got to. I've got to do a whole other vial just to get my first one on there. So my 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 track record, I had a streak of two in a row where I was like, yeah, I got it done on the first try. And I already broke my streak of two. Um, <laughs> but but the short story incredibly long, yeah, I yeah. don't have a case on it yet. I shot my cinematic video sample just yes. to kind of give it a little comparison between cinematic video. And then just for fun, I wanted to showcase that against... Uh, 4K, 30 frames per second with the new 10-bit HDR. I'm terrible at grading HDR footage, so it's not really that fancy. But while I was using it, mm -hmm. the reflective white panel and the yeah, little yeah. metal edge, if you hold your Pixel 7 Pro out at arm's length and you kind of line up the telephoto sensor with your just under your nose in your reflection... Mm -hmm. That's kind of spot on your framing for a good center mounted um, head okay. and shoulder shot. <laughs> Using so I want to yeah. keep, I want to keep this as reflective and as accessible as possible. So uh, it was on sale. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was like 12 bucks, maybe 14. I went and got okay. the, just the clear Spigen, just a clear what, bumper. So keep it like right under your nose above your lip. Okay. I get it. Yeah, and it's a great way. It's a great way to frame, and especially because everybody knows I never use the front cameras when when you just want to do a quick like high quality talk to the camera, looking at oh, the best camera selfie. on the phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all. I, or, or yeah, a good selfie photo or a good portrait mode photo. It lines up almost perfect. The telephoto mm -hmm. is is almost exactly in the right spot, and I love that it's got the circle because you can't frame the same way on the Pixel Six Pro. Yeah, the Pixel Six Pro is just a black stripe, so you've just got to kind of eyeball it. The Pixel yeah, yeah. Seven Pro gives you this target. Where is the telephoto? That's where you're framing your shot. It's no. kind of perfect. I so know. I'm I'm gonna slap a clear bumper on there. I'm not spending a lot. It's just uh, now I'm gonna finally have it all all protected. Probably gonna get the case tomorrow. You you know that so both that's, that's Six Pro do. and Seven Pro share cases, right? I don't think the. Six Pro and Seven Pro can fit I the same cases. I was able to swap. I swapped cases. I, I, I think two. you're incorrect. I now have this really fancy Peak Design. Peak Design case. Yeah, let me see. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my Pixel Seven Pro in here. We're doing this live, folks. We're we did not it. rehearse I, this I, bit. Right. No, I know it sounds no. like we're like scripting this. And, and, and that's how good we like are. Idiot, but yeah, let's <laughs> at just riffing <laughs> on this stuff. I mean, we're professionals, so don't ever you know think that Never. just because we make it look easy that it's really this easy. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Right, so ahead, I've, I've got my Pixel 7 in there, and it, oh, I don't know that this really fits. I like, mean, the phone it, is in there, Yeah, it's in but there. I can see where, like, the, the, the camera bar frame is starting it, to, like, 
bend. Ever so, ever so, ever so small, but it's, it's stronger than the plastic in that case. For me, I, I was using the, uh, the clear TPU case that I had. Uh, uh -huh. When I was covering with my six pro, and because it's yeah. such a thin case, it kind of stretched to fit. The, okay, the frame. so so this yeah. is a more rigid frame. It seems they're, like it's they're just off more... enough. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, okay. I I I would not recommend that. And Michael Peppertech is saying the volume and power buttons are slightly off. There's this, just a slight offset. So if you've got a stretchy case, yeah, I think that should. could work because it needs to stretch over the slight difference in Pixel mm -hmm. 7 Pro. If you've got a rigid case, I think your 7 Pro is going to stretch out the case, so hopefully now my Pixel 6 Pro fits back in there snugly and it doesn't. Yeah, you know what, Michael? Like, Michael's absolutely so. right. The volume rocker is a uh, quite a bit off. The power <laughs> button's a little bit. For me, it was more, I mean, yeah, but again, I'm I'm referring to a flimsy, you know, you know, blah 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 kind of thing, yeah. you know. That, 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 just that for I the audio be... podcast, I am flailing around. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Imagine a case um, that, that, that I think you're you're absolutely correct in that. Yeah, yeah. If it has just enough give to stretch a bit, totally mm -hmm. fine. I would not keep my Pixel 7 in a in a more rigid case. Um, <laughs> LFA reviews. Uh, best of all, do you guys need me to have real cases delivered to you both from Amazon? No janky cases on a Pixel 7 no, no. Pro. So I have we have standards on Team Pixel. Standards, <laughs> TK. Oh, crap. <laughs> We're failing Team Pixel. So for everybody in Team Pixel, we do apologize. Um, and um, full, yeah. full disclosure, obviously, thank you very much to Google for uh, sending over our Team Pixel and made by Google to sending over the Pixel 7 Pro as well as the Pixel Watch for us to be able to review. So uh, there's uh, as well as a little disclosure in the in the bottom just to make sure everybody's copacetic and we are compliant. <laughs> I, I throw that in there. Why not? Uh, but sure. yeah, so as you and I are talking, I'm actually setting up the Pixel Watch on the Pixel 7 Pro. Oh, nice. I had, I had initially set it up on my yeah. Pixel 6 Pro. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I, I went straight to Pixel 7 Pro with my yeah, Pixel yeah. Watch. I am. Mm. I, I took it off the charger at 8 a.m. I've done almost nothing that would require a smartwatch, like, uh, like practically no type of smart interactions, uh, okay. just passive notifications and. I did get about 4,500 steps, but not without, with, not with any actual fitness tracking. We're talking the most minimal use you could put well, a you, smartwatch you did, through. You did a lot better and, than I did. I'm not even close. And my watch like... is down to 75%. No problem. Did you turn off so that's the, pretty good. Um, the, the modem? Yes, LTE yeah. is disabled because I don't have LTE I did the same on, thing, yeah. so that one of the first my use would be is... more like a Wi-Fi Bluetooth device, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I can technically turn it on. I do have a smartwatch account on my T-Mobile side. Um, oh, that's right. I, I may turn that on, but I'm... So here's where I'm concerned. The battery rating that they gave us was initially mentioned in reference to the GPS or the Bluetooth-connected one. Mm -hmm. um, the larger one doesn't have a larger battery. It's the same size battery. So all they did yeah. essentially is add the radios. So for me, I, I'm I want to run it for a few days with the the you know GPS, and then at some point I'll switch it over, and then I can always toggle it on and off. Uh, not a lot I of functionality. Thinking, yeah, yeah. I I keep thinking there isn't like, really like what do you man? Like, I really want to like go out for a run and only take my watch and have. Music That's streaming never. is about the only so the only thing that would work is Spotify music as well as YouTube music. So if you want those, you want to stream, not load up, uh, you know, music on the 32 gigs of storage here, uh, or I think much less, obviously. Uh, then yeah, this this would be the thing to do. But otherwise, yeah. no. I mean, I've had LTE watches before. Nah, they're limited to about two gigs, or, and I don't even know why they give you that much because you can't really run too much, and it's an LTE, not a 5G. So 
anyways, nah. long story short, it, nah. it will be great, but I keep it off. Yeah. Nah. I, I like I keep I keep hoping for the dream to be realized where for a couple hours I can leave my phone at home and mm -hmm. have yeah. my communication notifications messages properly linked and it never seems to I mean even back to like which Huawei watch was it the Huawei watch 2 that we played with way like, back no, the in first, the day the, the the best looking Huawei watch to date is the original Huawei watch it's the, no, the original is the best looking. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the, the the black, like, perfectly cylindrical. But I think it was yeah. the Huawei Watch 2 where you could just pop in a SIM card. And for a oh, while, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you, you're going... you could just you could just run it like on its own uh, setup. And, yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, uh, we, we kind of missed all of that. Um, now these watches still feel like they they desperately need a host device and the functionality off that host device without that host device being nearby is radically diminished where I've got my daughter's TikTok watch mm -hmm. and this is basically just a fully contained smartphone on a wrist and it's not that much bigger than like a grown up I can't get my camera to focus like nope you know it's, you're it's you're going to catch your, my no, face. your nose yep your nose is in the picture man let me see if I can I mean, it's, it's chunky, but it's not that much chunkier than a lot of like rugged adult watches. Mm -hmm. And again, this is a wholly self-contained compute device. Yeah, I, I, she can make phone calls and text and and play little games and GPS and step tracking. If we could just add a heart rate sensor, you, you I mean, it even has like the little plug. Like we have a cheap MVNO plan. It's like ten bucks a month for have her for yeah, her. That's her exactly have how much my uh, my package minutes is. Minutes and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. 10, it's so, basically yeah. So, but this is this doesn't need another. It, it doesn't need a parent device. It doesn't need a host device. You can and that's the thing that's killing me. Is like I want a grown up version of this. Mm -hmm. that, that's it. I mean, the a lot. I'll, I love Android Wear. I love having this as like an offshoot, a notification system for my phone, but. It's silly. I've got a kid's device that actually does this job better much more for yeah. all the promises of what LTE watches claim they can do. They can't. And, no, and, and here's a really it's cheap been, kids. It's not really cheap. It's actually kind of an expensive kids watch, but it does yeah, yeah. the gig. Even has I, cameras on it and speakers and like I can connect devices with over Bluetooth. It's got a Wi-Fi radio. I mean, it, it is a phone on your wrist. And I want that back because we haven't really had that since the Galaxy Gear days. Oh my God! And, you you know, still like, have that one? Yeah, I know. Yes, I, I still one. keep a charge. This is the watch I actually use whenever the very few times I'll pull out like my Galaxy S10. Yeah. It still supports you know, <laughs> <the> <laughs> newer Galaxy. galaxies, sort of. Um, I, I we used to have it so good, and now this is this is just sort of become more regressive and reductive. I blame Apple, but anyway, I, we could I, probably I, talk about more fun things. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so for us, we did. So we got access to obviously to the LTE version, which was a nice little bonus there. I actually, for some reason, I thought they were going to send us the GPS version, but either way, it if you disable the LTE modem, it just for the most part, for the better part, it like runs the exact. Uh, I wouldn't mind coming back to Juan's <laughs> next time. Don't, don't. Come on, read the comment, TK. I wouldn't coming mind back coming as, back as Juan's I heard daughter it. I heard my it. next yeah, time I around. I was like coming back to. I don't think Gary's trying to pick up on my six-year-old i i you made it you made it weird it, i it just got it got kind of yeah, awkward it is. there it's so. it's been a long day and i do apologize to Lex. <laughs> i did not mean to take it that direction that quickly 
you know, four or five, 10 minutes into the show or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so, been. Yes. See, even Jeff, Jeff's like. Sir. <laughs> it's, so um, um, Pixel 7 Pro, uh, yeah. you know, we've, we've had it for, for um, basically a full 24 hour period. That means yes. uh, we're ready to give you our full long-term review, all of the yeah. comparisons with every other phone and to tell you why you should just buy a Sam Apple instead. I mean, basically, all that's all the information we needed. I just needed to be able to hold the phone while I shoot pretty B-roll of it, like panning across my office. And uh, yeah, so pretty much story over at this point. Um, pretty much. Pretty much. Actually, yeah. you did pretty decently considering what you've been able to do in the last 24 hours. You did a lot more. <laughs> I was up more. so late. You, you, you did bench, yeah, early benchmarking numbers. You did oh, the cinematic so versus uh, like HDR. I mean, you did more... Um, actual work than than what I actually was able to put out in the first twenty four hours because I I didn't get my entire package or my packages in the same day because for some reason although they were ordered in the same order the last package got in so I got the Team Pixel thing but I also mm -hmm. had a few extra things coming in and um, a few of my friends had had their stuff which didn't show up till today so I didn't have the preparation um, and I'm this is why I'm I'm still saying I'm setting up my the Pixel Watch right now but. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, from from the overall, just the general day worth of usage, I didn't take, I actually didn't take other than like maybe three or four pictures, not enough to even qualify saying how the cameras are. Um, yeah. It just feels familiar for me. Right now, it's, you know, going from the 6 Pro to the 7 Pro, a, a lot of familiar familiar terms, familiar uh, gestures, functionalities. I like the few sure. extra modes in the camera. I love the fact that we have the motion option there. Um, the the cameras do seem to be a little bit better. In the, by the way, did you update your camera or did you are you still running? Oh the yeah. Version? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing, and then there's a there's also a system update that was pushed out. That was not only yeah. for the watch but for the phone that you needed. To yeah. So the out. the watch update took almost two hours. Yeah. Uh, it to, was to, a, to run yesterday. Google's gotta like wake up a few more hamsters. Once these phones are actually shipping, you know they've got to turn on a little bit more server capacity because the current slate of hamsters that they have running to operate which, the which Pixel primarily, Watch server, which was by the yeah by the way, was all Team Pixel. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, because <laughs> that's I, I, not I, a lot. And if it was slow that's... there. <laughs> So, so the 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 Pixel update ran like butter, and 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 it was genuinely, a small one. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that. I but but was, I mean, but everything. I don't know what your experiences have been, but from setting up the phone, getting the Whitestone Dome installed, the fingerprint yeah. sensor is nicely improved. Okay. It is it is significantly better than the Pixel Six A and Pixel Six Pro after mm -hmm. training and retraining because I yeah, did yeah. install that glass screen protector. Um, it, it seems like. From the Pixel 6 launch to the Pixel 6a launch to the Pixel 7, we've minimized and minimized the potential launch bugs. Mm -hmm. Like, every phone launches with issues. Every phone needs that kind of first-month polish OTA oh, scrub-up update. Mm -hmm. What I'm seeing on my Pixel 7 Pro now is very encouraging that it seems so far, I'm definitely someone who I feel is sort of affected by um, this issue. Yeah. Um, but a number of people complaining about significant power draw from the display. So yes, if we're seeing uh, any power savings on Tensor 2, if the new modem is helping us save power, unfortunately, this brighter screen at 120 hertz is eating into all of that efficiency. 
And so my Pixel 7 Pro is not getting fantastic battery life in its first days. I expect that that will improve as the I, phone goes through yeah. a few as, charge as you, cycles. Well, you get but out it of definitely this needs period that the initial first but, 24 but, hours, yeah. But it definitely needs just a bit of power management polish on some of these other accessories. So I'm going to be testing out the modem soon. I'm going to be doing some camera comparison soon. Absolutely. But the thing that is a little concerning to me is as I'm using it outside and that screen is cranking bright, um, it, I mean, it's like I'm watching the battery drop. It is, drop, it is a bit more aggressive than I was expecting it to. But all in all, this is radical improvement for first days on a pixel from where we were on the pixel six so i'm oh, very yeah. much inclined to call the, this the improvements in android uh from android 12 to android 13 that we've seen over the year has definitely it's like what oh, we yeah. saw with the pixel 6a it was a much smoother experience getting into it setting it up using it i mean you just had to suffer looking at a 60 hertz screen and every time i do that i instantly throw up through my nose i mean it's it's really the worst and uh i i've been i've been meaning to, to talk to you about that we need to get you some help. Yeah. i mean I, and and it is it is up <laughs> It is not realistically something we need to live with. Um, I've, I've heard many, many, many people, uh, you know, just returning it, you know, just yeah. calling it quits. Rightfully, rightfully so. Um, you know, for a phone that you can easily find for like less than $350 often free on contract, uh, we should not suffer a compromise that would normally only affect someone who would normally shop like $1,100 phones. Absolutely. Flagship all the way. That's, That's how, how you compare phones is you hold up a, a, a $450 full MSRP often found for half that price on sale phone and you set it side by side a $1,200 phone and then you complain about how the $1,200 phone has a feature that the, 600, the $400 phone does not. And that's tech reviewing. I mean, if you want to be popular on YouTube and make lots of money on YouTube, that's how you do it. Summarized quite. True story. True story. I'm, um, I'm not singling out anyone in particular. Perish the thought. I don't know how to follow that. I don't. Okay. <laughs> There's no yes and. Yeah, and then like, I, yeah, I'm like, uh, to you, sir. Yes. No, go ahead. Um, so I, I, I do want to pick your brain because um, sure. we do need to talk about Pixel Watch. But while we're still sort of uh, dancing around Pixel 7 with terrible comedy, because that wasn't really funny. Very um, funny, Yes. What have been some of your early experiences just kind of poking around? Because I, I, I did my my initial suite of video rendering and yeah, audio mix was, down and all I that. Was, I was but I'd kind of like to numbers. hear, because <laughs> that, that's not really use. I mean, this is the thing that bothers is like, I feel my performance testing is more real world because I'm trying mm -hmm. to use actual apps that other people can use. Well, because, no, no, but that's not really. Mind, that's something you use. So that's the thing for us. Yes, I do this. We, well, we yes. use these devices. We are not using them just to make calls where you're using them to produce sure. content. I mean, heck, on, on was it Wednesday? I'm not, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm Microsoft it here. On Tuesday, we did it. We, we shut yeah. the whole show. Soup to nuts. Weirdly, on a chamois. My, yeah. my entire uh, recording of my, so I, although my face doesn't show up in the video, uh, the audio and the uh, the entire video originally was shot on the uh, on the A7 IV. Yeah, A7. No, it, no, not A7 IV. Um, Xperia <laughs> 1 Mark IV. It's the other. Oh, my God, I'm bad. So I shot the, the whole thing with the mobile. I We've been having a lot of work at the house, so I could not record this. And it took me a good part of today to get this somewhat looking roughly what it looked like before. 
So, right. uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, we leverage, we use our devices to produce content, to edit content, to render. Um, sure. so for me, yeah, I create a lot of, all my, uh, reels are created on, on device and mm -hmm. I need that horsepower and I need to be able to, you know, and I, so, I know that I'll say this performance wise, I didn't notice any difference yet. I haven't right. put it through its spaces yet, unfortunately, uh, so there are not, that, let's yeah, let's yeah. not let's not do the I haven't found any problems and there aren't things I haven't done, I, because I did a whole bunch of tests. Yeah, I don't feel I have a good sense of using the phone because even my mm -hmm. tests being real world are tests. Like I don't, I, I I like using a real world app to batch process a ridiculous number of photos so I can time the change over time and yeah, see yeah. what kind of thermal throttling. But even for me aggressively using my phones, that's not really use, that's a test. So I was just kind of curious, um, I mean, like, have you tried firing up any games? What have you done on the phone so far while you've just been setting it up? And just listening to music and, and honestly enjoy and trying to find all the different features in there because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to discover and um, honestly just kind of pull the reference of where it is. Because I came from the 6 Pro right. going into the 7 Pro. my Like I said, a lot of familiar grounds, but then I also want to find those little unique nuggets that are available in For the sure. 7 Pro. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like playing around with the camera, took some pictures in there, but trying to find the different modes, listening to music, setting it up. Um, I didn't get a chance to set up the watch till late this afternoon because I was trying to finish up. I literally, I, 20 minutes before we, put, we, we went live, I posted two videos. I was literally yeah. like trying to... And and trying I'm to shocked, man. I, I've I've I, not been able to do like two videos in a day for so. Well, I mean, long. It, it's like, very. They're, even they're just making the good. thumbnail makes me want to smash my face into the keyboard. And you're like, I'm not doing that twice in one day. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, I I I was so lazy. I took I I literally all I did is I post the picture that I took from the phone. It wasn't even there's was no captions. There's nothing. I'm letting the picture Perfect. speak for itself. I, love I will it. fix that in the morning. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, between getting hardware, getting things in there, setting up, cleaning up, putting things in there. So music has been my primary listening to it. So putting some audio buds in there, the, the brand new buds pro too, you know, mm -hmm. the, the pixel buds. How, how's, nice. how have your experience has been? Because the pixel six pro was good, but it was a phone that would regularly fall prey to my Faraday cage of an ass. So if I keep the pixels, I'll, pro I'll in say my... distance was good for me. I didn't put it in the back okay. pocket. I had it. I had it in my office. No, but that's good. It... Yeah. yeah. The so, six pro uh... wasn't nearly as bad as like the surface duo. The duo two was one of those. Like if, if I like, if I turned too aggressively, sometimes the Bluetooth audio would stutter and skip, but the I... pixel six pro was one of those. Like it does, it did not like trying mm -hmm. to signal from my ears to my back pocket which when I'm walking around, I'll often keep a phone in the back pocket just because it feels a little bit more like a holster. Um, yeah. But you, you, you're finding that the, the distance Overall, is... yeah, uh, about 10 to 15 feet away with a wall between me and, this, and, the, and the earbuds. So ah, we, I had the phone good. sitting in the office. I get out of the office, come back in, walk back and forth. It's just because I'm moving around and I'm putting things back. I didn't want to have the phone in my back pocket and have it slip. I, I saw one For of sure. our buddies over on, uh, on Twitter that unfortunately his 7 Pro dropped and the display was shattered. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, uh, like I don't, I didn't, I did not install, let's say this. I did not install the dome, gla dome glass on it. So I'm not very confident. I, I barely put a case on it. I have the leather case, the Bellroy one as well. Um, you know, I, I need, <laughs> I, I need to cover the display. I, it, it, it makes mm -hmm. me antsy because even on the six pro and I, it's hard to show on this, but I have like edge cracks on the, on the edges right here from like drops sometimes. So that makes me angsty. So for those things, uh, I, I'll say this. 
audio seems to be fine. Uh, for the couple of pictures that I took, obviously, are, are just what I'd expect from 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 Google cameras. Um, mm -hmm. Portrait was really good, and then um, the other thing I, I loved about it is capturing the cat because I was I was trying to see how my cat because as I was setting it up. So overall, I mean. I'll know more by tomorrow. Sorry about that for <laughs> coughing in there. Uh, but I think so far it's been a positive uh, turn. Uh, once I realized that there's an update for the camera because I was having a little bit of crashes because it doesn't pop up right away when you first open it up. Nope. You have to just stand still for a second. <coughs> Man, sorry. And now do something for the notification to come up and say, hey, there's an update. Would you like to do so? You click that and opens up the pop up and, and you know, it kind of gets. Whereas I, I, I'm just that dude who's overly obsessed with like digging through, not not just finding. I don't just go to Google Play and say, look for updates. Yeah, I will also go to individual app pages because sometimes there's an update that's ready that Google doesn't actually alert you to. Oh, oh, so yeah, if yeah. they're my mission critical apps <laughs> and things like the camera on a pixel, I will go to Google camera in Google play and like, do you have an update? Because if, if you're not, you know, if it's ready, I just want it now. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm, I, I'm with you. I, I was definitely trying to work uh, everything as up to date as I possibly could. Um, the camera performance has been good. Uh, I mean, the thing we I had really good need weather. to test that was decent for it. Yeah, we had yeah. great weather. Um, yeah, yeah. The 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 one thing is that's exciting. Actually, I mean, can I? Uh, it, it, so one of the things that's tricky about this is normally I would maybe try and screen share, and no. I can't because no. there's still uh, no video out, and that drives me nuts. No, you can um, charge other devices better. from it. That was one thing I, I could, uh, you know, because I was as cool. I was transferring my data to it, it was pulling power like tremendously. But I, like, oh. I, I have the new U Perfect, the wireless laptop mm -hmm. dock. Can't oh, use nice. it with the Pixel still. So even though it's wireless, there I can't even like mirror cast it. Um, you can probably Chromecast it, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. You can't. You can do screen sharing. Not, I mean, like I can't Chromecast. It doesn't have a Chromecast built into it, so That's the true. phone can't see what's. You're... Yeah, it, it just oh, it yeah. bothers me because this is such a powerful device, and it's always been one of those things that I feel kind of holds it back when there's no wired or or sort of open standard wireless way to uh, Absolutely. to do that. But anyway, so here I'm just going to kind of shoot a terrible video of my bookshelf back over here. But this is 4K at 60 frames per second, so 4K 60. Mm -hmm. We cannot do 10-bit, so you can't do the 10-bit HDR. Not on 4K, 4K 60. 4K 30 is weird. But, um, I, I, you know, notice that all the lenses show that they can be used. Mm-hmm. So already that's an improvement over the Pixel 6 Pro, which could only really do 4K 60 from the main camera. And then you'd have to install a third party app if you wanted 4K 60 from the companion sensors. But now I'm going to push record. You can still see all the camera sensors are still there. I'm recording video right now and I'm going to push the ultra wide. And it just flips to the ultra wide. So that's pretty cool. And then I can do the two times. That's a pixel recropping from the main sensor. And now I'm going to push the five times. Come on. I'm trying to do this live without being able to see. Hold on. Nope. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make that really smooth, and I'm really not that good at doing hand choreography when I can't see the screen. Um, no, God. Flipping. Fudgesticles and, and all the other things. No. Um, it's So there's five. Yeah. And it just flipped again. And so it is now recording not just a five times crop from the main sensor. That is it's five times. Over again from the telephoto. Yep. So that was all one clip. I mean, me, even me stumbling and struggling and stuff, I haven't you're, stopped recording. You're still recording. To flip those. Same, 
Yeah. So this is, as far as I know, I believe this is the only Android phone that can um, switch between all three sensors in 4K60 in one video clip. I don't know if there's another one that can do 4K60 across all three. Typically, usually we lose, you only we get two sensors. One, yeah, we, we play get two sensors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to remember. I can't put my finger on one specifically, but I remember um, last year we, yeah, we didn't have that. We had the ability of jumping between the main and the telephoto, and we, you, you could see when it snaps mm -hmm. between the main and the telephoto, it just re readjusts. I'm like, boop. Okay, now I'm I'm using the right sensor. Uh, but it's kind of it's nice to be able to get the ultra wide in there. I mean, it's, it's not as powerful, but it, you could definitely see the 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 main. Well, and this here. ultra wide, it, it kind of makes sense because now we we have autofocus and macro mode support. This is an auto uh, an ultra wide that I think is going to be more usable than um than than last year's pixel 6 pro i'm trying to oh, think right. like for 4k 60 i believe one plus phones could switch between two sensors yes i know the honor magic 4 pro can switch from the main sensor to the telephoto okay I, and i, I know have... that xiaomi and sony can do smooth zoom in 4k 30. yep so, Xiaomi, so the uh, Xiaomi will go across all three sensors and the Sony will go across all three sensors, but only at 4K 30. So as far as I know, I think this is it. Yeah. iPhones can't do it. Samsung's can't do it. If you want to keep recording your video clip, and, and this is clever because if we really look at the current state of, of SOC design, the, 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 uh, the components that are going into our camera processing hardware, typically we're really only locking in two sensors at a time yeah um, so, and Samsung what the pixel does, does is really right. clever in that right in me. when when you go from the main sensor to the telephoto it starts with a pixel crop from the main sensor and of then course. pops you over yeah. to the telephoto that's really smart because it's probably keeping the ultra wide in reserve mm -hmm. So that if you switch back, you saw I switched back to the to the ultra wide, it immediately goes to the ultra wide. But then if I go from the main sensor to the telephoto, it's it's using the main sensor and it's probably turning the ultra wide off or however yeah. this is being managed on the phone. Another reason why shooting video like this is a really aggressive and a very um, taxing process on our phones. Um, you're kind of keeping multiple sensors running or at least on when you might not normally need to. Yeah, but the transition is a little jarring as you switch from one sensor to the other, but it's doing it for real. And I think that's what's helped managing um, keeping all three active, active mm -hmm. so that you don't have to turn off a clip to switch sensors. I'm I'm very impressed because it's it's a clever solution to uh, a, a, a very small usability irk mm -hmm. that I've had. I don't know, since the LG V50, you know? Oh, like, wow. It, okay. we, we're only just now getting back to Android phones that consistently shoot good 4K 60 frame per second video across multiple sensors. No, I absolutely. Mean, it's and I think that's the biggest... Um, so the improvements that we've seen here, obviously, the heavy focus on the cameras. Uh, some of the other areas that we noticed, obviously, you were talking about performance and comparing it to Tensor 1 with the Pixel 6a. Uh, mm -hmm. I think what I'm, what I'm enjoying here is the fact that it's like it literally out of the box like we said it, it's it's more comfortable 
it's less jarring, less concerning, less yeah. issues, and and not having as much. Um, and and it, but it, but that's again due to the fact that the Pixel six uh, six and six Pro took the majority of that at the beginning with a lot of conversations. The six A came out, you know, benefiting from twelve L, and now we have Android thirteen that builds on top of that. So the mm-hmm. Android ecosystem is actually up to the point where we were expecting it last year. So that's also yeah. the benefit. But I love the fact that the camera stack is is pretty decent. We have you know the ability of shooting four K on the front again. I mean, we had mm-hmm. that last year, but it's still nice to be able to sh- uh, shoot four K. Uh, external audio sources, uh, you know, just the the, the power. I did, I, I did, did that cinematic camera test. So cinematic video, and then also ten bit HDR, and I'm cutting back and forth between the two just to kind of show some differences. And I was wearing one of my Rode mm-hmm. mics just in case the audio on the Pixel Seven Pro. The Pixel Six Pro was great. Mm-hmm. The audio is even better on the so Pixel that, Seven okay, Pro. Okay, so that's good. When it does good that speech mention. highlighting. It's so good. So on the it's some uh, of the best processing I've heard. Okay, I take that back. There is only one microphone. There was the so we did have an extra sensor in the back for the Pixel Six Pro, right? That I don't think transferred over. Was that more the laser focus, the auto focusing laser uh, system? Yeah, I don't oh know. no, no, no. You know, I take that back. They moved it between the two. I don't sensors. think we lost anything from there, did we? No, no, no. It was just slightly moved. So in the six, they had it. No, it just moved in between the, the main sensor and the, the main ultra and the ultra right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really sorry. Yeah, see, that's what happens. You 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 look for things and you you think they moved and they gone and they're like, no, TK, it's there. You just gotta keep looking. It's it's been a, it's been a tough thing. Um, Google's utilizing the. Oh, the part of their chip that handles the camera and the uh, the advancement of the making their own SOC, uh, not relying on the TPU GPU anymore. That image processing segment handles. So yeah, uh, Michael yeah, Pepper jumping in with that. But uh, above just keeping mm-hmm. 4K video on the front camera, it is also matched. So it's 4K 60, which is I believe is there. I, I want to say there's a phone that can in a single clip also switch from a rear camera to a front camera. So it, we can't do that. Um, I want to say no. But, that, that should be this one. The um, but it's the, pretty the rare one. that that any phone really does have matched 4K 60 across all cameras. I believe mm-hmm. the iPhone might be one of the only ones. 4K iPhone 4K. in the Galaxy S22 Ultra. I, I was going to say I think well, are even the only ones. Um, even the fold, I think, shoots 4K 60 on the front. The outside oh, camera, yeah, the outside camera. Oh, the obviously. outside, yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. right. We have a, yeah. Um, so, so fold S22 Ultra and iPhone. So now Pixel joins that, but Pixel joins it with being able to switch all three re- rear cameras in a single clip. In a single clip, so, so. definitely improvements in there, and I, I'm, I'm loving the fact that because I want to. That's what I'm doing this weekend. Um, so. It, in, in where we are, where we live in the uh, in the area where we are, um, there is uh, part of Caltech and JPL. They have uh, open house, so sometimes they allow people to come in. We're finally back to that, so they they open back their doors, <laughs> and we got some tickets for this weekend. So um, I'm really going to be looking forward to trying to shoot some of that content there this weekend, focusing on it, family time, getting you know just getting yeah. that lived in experience. Um, I know embargoes was yesterday morning, uh, but you know now now comes in Team Pixel with you know real life usage, and uh, you know we'll be able to contribute that conversation. And I love how, the I how, love the video. How many eye rolls have you done watching? news outlets write pixel 7 pro reviews on purely embargo it, um, purely on embargo hardware and probably embargo i mean software. embargo hardware and software software so. yeah, yeah no no absolutely um because i even saw somebody posting that they had the pixel 7 pro and they were using it for like three weeks and so on but i think that was mostly <laughs> european 
um, area. Yeah. No, I mean, so look. But again, um, it's three weeks before we'd gotten patches and updates and all yeah, of the it, things that Google's really good at making the phone better. So. And and they typically, most companies will always, you know, like they try to see the hardware to company to people a little early, but they always give you a heads up, like, hey, you know, software is going to get updated like a few days before we launch, because that's that's final. You know, and they're like, we don't care. Know. We already wrote your review. We just took our Pixel Six Pro review and changed the six to a seven, and we're just going to republish that. It 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 was it was a little bit tough, and after a while, I kind of. I'm not it, singling but... out anyone specifically absolutely no no we're not we're not trying to speak in that the initial reviews you're always going to get a little bit of a mixed bag (laughs) some people are going to like it some people are going to try to find things in Hmm. it again no tk you're being too kind no one should be posting on day one of an embargo a review this is absolutely not how the phone will ever be used by the consumers who are really paying their money to get the phone the updates roll after this stuff is in their hands no, the literally, we got it on day one, and I'm sure better. not everybody got the updates in there at the same time. Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh no, we yeah. were still saying like people were still complaining about camera crashes as the Team Pixel people were getting their phones, which meant you had not updated your phone. So if you're posting anything which is even somewhat resembling a review, you're full of crap. Now, right. TK can be kinder. <laughs> TK is going to be more diplomatic about this. I'm just going to say if your article on the Pixel 7 Pro which which was published on embargo day has the word review in it, then you are terrible at tech and no one should ever, you know, uh, subscribe or follow or read through your publication ever again. That's no, all it, I'm saying. It, it's it is With a... respect, you're awful and I hate you. It, not it, you tk it, i mean the proverbial I, you yeah the, the 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 general different no no i'm i'm with you and i think this is the biggest challenge with any <laughs> with any company with any device that's released how how long have you had it how long have you had it with final software and how realistically <laughs> is it a review review um sure. you know i'm and the reason why there's I'm so many like, things I, you I, can I, do you can do an yeah, intro yeah. you can do a hands on you can do absolutely. features and highlights I, I actually did calling something a review means you yeah. are coming to a conclusion on the product in a in a completely unfinished state that no consumer will really interact with that's why i was frustrated with the pixel 6a launch is because people did get their phones with a significantly out of date security patch and there was no day one update so for 2 weeks there we was a frustration factor yeah. and then we jumped directly to android 13. so we, we i can appreciate in that two-week window yeah you could have worked and pu- i published a review uh, before i went to the android 13 beta i had to publish a review i was on a deadline and mm-hmm. oh, it was right. in the, a state uh, that consumers were using it yeah, yeah i mean that's how the phone would have been in consumers hands but in the review i at least try to acknowledge like I'm on the Android 13 beta. Everything's running better. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot believe that the state this phone was in on Android 12 is going to be very long lived. And literally, like days after I published that review, Android 13, we got kicked over to Android 13. Yeah, so yeah the, Google went but pretty. Early the Pixel 7 Pro is different. That that was on shakier software during the embargo period. Good thing you got the phone for weeks beforehand. For those of you who were a part of that kind of press, but day one all of that work you did to complain about bugs or software or what needs to be cleaned up or polished well your your content is already immediately out of date 
<laughs> it's already incorrect it, for incorrect, how people will but, really use that phone. But the, but the challenge is that it, that's the content that's out there. That's the problem. The, the concern is that yeah, either well, when and, you go in there, those are the day yeah. one, out the, when the peak of interest is at the, at the, like when we were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, we're already yeah. rounding the top. If you if you look up Pixel 7, uh, Pixel 7 on Google Trends, we're already starting to crest the plateau. So the search interest in that term is already kind of peaked. Like that's as as big as it's going to get. Yeah, no, no, we're we're hitting we're hitting the. Um, it, it's just it's typical how it is, right? As soon as consumers get the device in hand, uh, the interest starts dropping because there's not that high search. Everybody already has the device. They're looking at it mm -hmm. in their hand. They're not necessarily looking for content about it. I understand, and then it, it, you know, and then moving on to the next hot things uh, coming out. I think at the end, what I, what I would say at this point is what we have with the Pixel and the, uh, at least with this launch. Um, I, I want to say, of course, you know, I feel like we're lucky. We're very, you know, blessed to be part of Team Pixel. We were able to get access to the hardware. Um, we're hopefully be able to provide our inputs into this and how this experience is going to be shaped by how it's an ecosystem now, not just necessarily a, a device, right? This is one of the first years where we have a brand new smartphone come out. We have brand new buds that came out literally about a month ago. And then you have a brand new watch from the same thing. So it's an ecosystem of content. And, um, oh, okay. I was like, what, what is Juan doing in the middle of all of this? He's like shifting. Each... Okay. So we are in Google trend and yeah, we're starting the plateau. Dang it. Yeah. So now yeah, that we have the no phone, longer... yeah. our ability to make videos that can find audience and reach people and join this conversation is at its maximum. And we're just getting started. So yeah, all the yeah. people that had the phone from say back here, uh, the, the end of September and the beginning of October. Mm -hmm. If any of them are talking about conclusively about what that phone looks like or what it resembles or how it performs, all of their information is out of date. But they were able to go to press with that information at the maximum effectiveness. They get to make the most money on their content. They get to find mm -hmm. the most audience, the, the, the highest number of eyeballs. And yeah, yeah. everyone is now trying to scramble to correct their bad information. <laughs> and 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 hope that the people that buy these devices or even thinking about buying these devices are doing a little bit more research than just going on the first clickable link that you get directly on on the search and, and we know account. that that's not really consumer behavior and and it's so frustrating because this this year the launch was sort of broken up a mm -hmm. little bit differently than it was for the pixel 6 pro and i think the pixel 6 pro had a better distribution of how reviewers could handle the phones. Yeah. This year it seemed overly restrictive for some members of the community versus others. And now it's like we, people like us have to work 10 times harder Absolutely. to catch up and correct for better information as and, things and evolve. And we're not Brad, talking about like, well, let me come back to the phone in six months. No, we're talking don't. like, Day one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, one. Yeah, exactly here, and they never go back, <laughs> and, and they won't follow up. up. No, exactly. So their 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 point of view on the on the phone is pretty much done on day one, and and it's been a challenge. I think for me right now, what I want to focus on is to try to, like I said, ex explore some of the different things. I want to try gaming. I want to see how the experience is. Yeah. I remember at day one with the six Pro, Genshin was just having a very hard time. Tensor was not optimized. Honestly, basically start and just poof. titles like that, even with the Pixel Six Pro running really well because i think mm -hmm. performances improved significantly on the pixel 6 pro one of the only tangible meaty differences that i can find between the 6 pro and the 7 pro is uh 
the 7 Pro has a noticeably beefier GPU. And, I think and it's hilarious the... because if you benchmark it, I, I finally got Geekbench running this morning and mm -hmm. I was able to pop in a GPU test. Oh, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I didn't even run Geekbench. <laughs> God, Geekbench you know, the, how we live Geekbench our life using tests our phone. the Pixel 7 Pro miserably. So oh. a Pixel 6a is going to score like 7,000-ish in, mm -hmm. in a Vulkan test. The Pixel 7 Pro, for me, topped out at like 4,400, which is... Which is like Snapdragon 855 territory. <laughs> like it's it's old phone territory. And so then I put my six, Pixel 6 Pro up against my Pixel 7 Pro in a game that I can very uh, uh, granularly control mm -hmm. the graphics settings. Yeah. So I pull up Bright Ridge Van Vandjils, mm -hmm. um, and I go. I just go nuts. Full resolution, full you know forest draw distance, the mm -hmm. the maximum um, uh, texture packs, like everything. Yeah, yeah. And the Pixel 6 Pro is chugging bad. Okay. Like 20 frames per second when you're just sort of standing still. Um, you can kind of pop up to 30 frames per second if you're in a location where the draw distance is really minimal. Like if you're in mm -hmm. a building and you don't need to, you know, animate mountains that are literally miles away from your character, then you can kind of get up to an almost playable frame rate. Um, the Pixel 7 Pro doesn't quite match Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1s, mm -hmm. but it's easily 15 to 20 frames per second fast, uh, higher on oh, average sure. when I'm, I'm doing one of the most taxing GPU tests that I can set up on the phone with good trackable data. So everything else seems lateral. My Pixel 6a still wins most fights against the Pixel 7 Pro on CPU-bound tasks. Okay. Like, it's... D t Tensor 2 is feeling a bit more like a Tensor 1 Plus, mm -hmm. not like a full new it's not, it's silicon... It's not a fully... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think this... It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. The, it's really... It's like if you took fine. Tensor 1... Yeah, yeah. And you redesigned the casing on the phone for better thermal performance, and you gave it a better modem so it doesn't have to run as hot, mm -hmm. and then you just sort of stapled on a better GPU. That's kind of what the Pixel 7 Pro is feeling like. Kind of. Pretty... Um, that Pixel 6a, increasingly, dollar dollar to performance is is impressing more and more. With yeah. what it can oh, really absolutely. accomplish. Absolutely. For what you're getting with that price point, the camera, the experience, the, the post-processing, everything that you're getting from Google, the, and the reality is it's definitely a much better bang for the buck. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing against the 7. I think the 7 is going to be a good priced mid-range pricing experience, even though it's running the, the Tensor yeah. 2 um, with the main sensor and the, and the ultra-wide on it. But yeah, it, it it's hard to beat the PSA right now as far as you know going from a budget price standpoint. to performance. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, because you can get it for much lower than the four forty nine. Like seriously, it's it's not. I mean, you'll and especially within another few weeks from now, we're gonna have you know uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, uh, and there's Prime Day coming in. There's a whole bunch of different discounts, and I want to say. Somewhere I was able to find the Pixel, even the Pixel 7 Pro, the base model, the 128, for 859 as opposed to 899. Like some places maybe yeah. giving you some deals and stuff like that. So, and of course, carriers and all of that. This stuff. I, um, there's a lot of good indication uh, that it's going to be great. I feel like optimization maybe a little bit also on the on the on the early end. That's one of the things. You know, it's the first 
that we see this this type of configuration. So maybe it it may need a, a love for maybe one or two updates. Uh, maybe next I, the next monthly. I wholly expect yeah. that we'll see because again, I mean, I, I don't. I, it bothers me when people seem to casually forget things like. Um, both on the Pixel 4 and the Pixel 5 generations of phones, mm -hmm. Google started off very conservative with the performance envelopes of those phones. And then within a couple months, magically, on both of them, yeah. magically found like 15% more CPU performance and like 10% more GPU performance. And it was legit. Yeah. Like I remember on the Pixel 5 firing up games and like, oh, oh, I just got an extra six frames per second where this game used to kind of bottom out. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't have to do any fancy measuring. Like, you can just literally see the game is performing better. So I expect that we'll see some of that polish and refinement. It's just in this very early out-of-the-box state, as we're trying to build our opinions on the phone, as we're just trying to catch up yeah, on yeah. Well, the of legit course. testing of all yeah. of this... It is kind of interesting to see that they set their metric. Pixel 7 Pro out of the box feels almost identical to Pixel 6 Pro. And the one thing that you can kind of push and nudge and is more readily like accessible to consumers right now is it plays games a little better. <laughs> I, I, li I like the it plays games a little bit. No, I mean, the reality is with every generational improvement you're expecting certain a better improvement but i think to start off with a, a baseline of a 6 pro where the 6 pro is now i think it's a pretty good start because when we started with the 6 pro it was not at the 5 at, at the pixel 5 you know level of experience it was the first time tensor was out a lot of them uh, you know un uh, unmodified or unupdated uh, systems to to run on that uh, with the new processor so we had a lot of hiccups mm -hmm. there and then you had a new version of android that has a lot of promises that yeah. weren't there at the beginning and android 13 is not as dramatic no it's it's yeah. it's a much you know very few subtle uh, graphical sure. changes but then overall it literally feels like a 12 again like the six literally like the seven pro it's an evolutionary mm -hmm. update to what we got with the six pro the seven pro comes in um I think for me, low light photography, the 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 bokeh effect. We didn't get a chance to see that much of it that night last week when we were hanging out because she was trying to show it to us and it was just too dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I want to see some of that photography, take it out, go out, uh, you know, go out and just use it in real world. So for me, the truly. I mean, he truly, says that with a Vivo X70 Pro Plus on his desk. Like, yeah, I, I totally want to see the low light. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be good. You know, I, I, I will say, I will say that. I, I like devices. Can, can I get someone in the used. chat? Give me a hashtag Vivo gang. Anyone in the chat? Just, <laughs> just, just if anyone feels inclined. If, if, uh, if anybody's yeah, if, <laughs> Michael Pepper, Barry. I'm just, yeah, if you guys feel like that's something you'd, you'd maybe be, I, I would say like just... four, three, two and insert, insert hashtag <laughs> <Right>. Vivo gang. Um, <laughs> so the biggest thing I would probably say is pixel seven pro right now. We, we don't have access to the seven. We have the seven pro and there you go. Barry Johnson for the win. Boom. Pepertech. Yeah. Right there. Michael Peppertech and people, you know, everybody kicking it. Greg, Greg, even Greg, even Greg kicked it in there. Um, I think my biggest thing I also want to see, and I didn't get a chance to test it out. I want to see how the, how USB audio is being handled on the seven pro. The six pro had some concerns, um, a little bit of stuttering every once in a while, but then it picked up afterwards. Well, um, and, and there was Especially a with, like, major issue. I need to do some measurements because there was a yeah, major yeah. issue where it wasn't really um, uh, 
words are failing me right now. You would plug in a really high quality DAC and it wasn't transferring the full signal of the audio file you were playing. It was still going yeah. through the Android USB audio. Yeah, no, you're still running. Process. I can't remember what word I'm trying to find there, but we definitely need to test that out too. Yeah. So to me, those are the things when I talk about audio today, I was using buds. Obviously that's the, the most convenient way of doing it. But like, if I was seriously like sitting down listening and trying to do some work and stuff like that, typically I'll go wired. You know what I mean? I have my yeah. THX Onyx and I also have now obviously the, uh, the well, I get, I'm glad you brought up audio line. because I don't have a lot board. of good information to share yet, but coming soon to the channel, once I've done just a little bit more listening, will be a review on this guy which is Ooh. the iFi Griffin. Look like a my camera bank. will focus. Ah, no, dude, it looks like a flask. This thing <laughs> is a monster. Uh, yeah, I know, but it, it seriously, legitimately, it looks like a flask. It looks like you're about to go drinking. Oh, yeah. No, it's 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 a big, chunky boy. Nice, clicky, you know, volume control knob right there. 4.4-millimeter uh, balance connector, 3.5-millimeter uh, headphone connector. Even has inputs. Mm -hmm. So it will be a digital DAC amp for anything that's connected over USB, or you can just use it as a really high quality amp mm -hmm. if you want to run a balanced connector or a 3.5 millimeter connector or a line level connector, which is really legit audio gear. Um, okay. And it has support for Aptex, Adaptive, and yeah. LDAC. So wow. this can be a USB cabled headphone, headphone amp thing. on your desk, or it it's got enough screen. battery, you can go and run it for a couple hours. <laughs> the amps are pretty beefy, so you can't run it for long <laughs> off of battery power, but it will work as a Bluetooth, kind of like a huge version of like a, the little iFi adapter or the um, Fio. The so this yeah, is yeah. like a full-sized version of like a BTR seven or something like that so i'll be putting out a review on this and one of the things i'm definitely going to be interested in seeing is what happens when i plug a pixel into it because pixels didn't handle my thx very well last year and so this is that that was the thing the thx onyx because i got I finally got my hands on the thx um it 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 starts. It, it'll have a little bit of stutters, and then after a few minutes of music playback, if you don't do anything yeah. to it, it plays and well. It's okay. But like you said, the audio wasn't necessarily transferring the right way. It wasn't using the actual DAC. Uh, it was using the internal system for it to uh, to process the audio. So which is you wanted to use the right uh, application. Like for me, I, it only worked with Title. Like Title was the only app that would take control of the uh, THX correctly. Uh, but again, still had a little bit of a stutter. So I, I want to see how that runs here. Um, but overall, I think what I'm happy about is this, because I know we're, we're kind of like roughly hitting about an hour on that one. Um, the ecosystem right now works well together. There's no hiccups for me for the mm -hmm. watch. There's no hiccups for the buds. The buds work well. The watch works well. Uh, the data transfers correctly between the, the like we were talking before. Setting up the watch didn't have to set, didn't have to sign in for anything. I literally just said transfer this account, and then I put yeah. my fingerprint on one uh, on my main phone, and then boom, my account went to the watch, and everything was fine. Um, and then transferring data even from uh, my old Pixel to the new one was really smooth. Transferring over wire, content was transitioned correctly, mm -hmm. all my account, all my stuff. I don't transfer media, but like, you know, text, all that I good stuff transferred correctly. Yeah. So for me, the transition is very nice and smooth. So I enjoyed that. Um, and I'm hoping as again, as time goes on, it gets uh, a little bit more um, uh, better and gooder as, as we expect. <laughs> better, better and gooder. And, and um, gooder. Before yeah, we yeah. move on to Microsoft, um, what, what of a, 
because you've spent way more time playing with Samsung watches than I have. I mean, I've oh, yeah. played with them, but I haven't mm -hmm. really lived with them. And I... so my, my daily driver was the <laughs> TicWatch Pro 3 Ultra, so, um, which was yeah, just I... recently on a stupid sale. I mean, th it was Crazy. like $150 off or something like that. No, no, so absolutely. So I'm going yeah. from Wear OS 2 to Wear to OS 3.5. Um, yeah. The experience has been really nice. I, I like some of these changes that we're seeing. I think there's a lot of wasted space in these bubble mm -hmm. icons. And it's funny that our notifications are almost taking us back to the old cards interface. A little bit, yeah. That we used yeah, to have I, on Android Wear. Yeah, 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 exactly. That right. I miss. And then you swipe it, it, it just keeps giving me like those swiping. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the UI element on this, um, first I'll say that is the, so the shift from the, from the 5 Pro, so from the Samsung Galaxy Watch 5 Pro, to this, um, it felt a little bit weird because you got to remember Samsung heavily skinned Android here. So mm -hmm. even though this is Android three, it it gets updated and it probably will be running Android uh, here. And there's a lot of there's also a lot of comments on the web uh, talking about the fact that there's a lot of uh, Samsung esque features in here, like the internet yeah. browser. You're able to install Samsung internet browser on this somehow, and mm -hmm. you can charge it with the the charger for my five Pro charges the pixel <laughs> the, the the pixel is like okay it's funny so much of that hardware xenos i'm sorry what nine one one oh yeah sorry i'm choking on these things uh but yeah you know Man, what i mean it's just really dusty in here i'm sorry tk i didn't mean to uh to choke you up like that um same here sammy 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 here uh, uh but what i would say is overall it feels nice i i will i will say one thing though that it's a little bit off for me on my on my on my watch on my uh, on the Samsung watch, I'm able to see the Nest Cam a little bit better than I see it on the Pixel Watch, and I don't know if it's okay. an update type of a thing. Like if if I get a notification from my watch or for for my front camera and basically shows me something on the on here, I'm able to see it as a uh, an image like a motion, and it basically it, sometimes it'll give it to me, and, and I think with even WhatsApp, sometimes it goes into, and I don't know why I have WhatsApp messages now, um, you know what I mean? Like it'll show me the the preview image, but overall. Um, I need to get used to the whole Fitbit functionality because Fitbit is a very big part of here. Uh, where yeah. in the past we used to I have, have not Fitbit rocked a Fitbit in so long, and it's been a while. No, no, same here. It's like I have to. So when you're setting it up, you set up the app, and if you, you want to use the Fitbit, you have to download the separate app, which is the Fitbit app that's going to be the running of the health and tracking and all of that. So um, what I would probably say is that part is just you need to get used to it. Samsung for me was easy because it felt like touch, uh, you know, uh, the uh, one UI experience that mm -hmm. came over from earlier that when we were running on, uh, when we weren't running on Wear OS, this feels new, but I, I, I like it. It works well with the system. I, I will probably say my yeah. only thing, if there was one thing I would say is I wish we had a bigger footprint. My wrists, yeah. I apparently, I apparently I run really big wrists because i'm used to the bigger watch are work much better this one feels a little bit small but it well, feels like a fitbit i that's what i'm saying i have tiny little hobbit hands <laughs> and even i feel this is a bit small it's a little bit small so, so here's here's what I, here's what i feel is i'll say I, that I my wife Google, is eyeing it right already so i'll just say that right now my wife has been marie thinks it looks really cool and yeah. if we see a refreshed tick watch honestly i'm probably gonna go with that just because I'm uh, even oh, even trading absolutely the, the best for, software experience. I really love this like 
three days of battery life. And if any of the rumors about, you know, the new Qualcomm chip are accurate, so I'm, I'm, we could yeah. be looking at a tick watch with four to five days of runtime on a single charge with, with Wear display. OS. Exactly. So Marie might end up with this and she's got a Pixel 4a 5G. And I think that'll be a really good combo. Um, but this really feels like to me, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too, because we're both <laughs> trying to get back into shape and being a bit more active and stuff. Absolutely, man. It, it, it's tough. It, but it yeah. feels a lot like taking a Fitbit, because those are smaller faced fitness trackers, yeah, and yeah, trying to make it, a circular face for a Fitbit. That's it, what it, it feels it, like it to me. It feels like a, yeah. So I'll say this, where, where the collaboration was... Um, the collaboration was basically touted as obviously this is the first time we're seeing Fitbit show up on Google's side because you know they bought Fitbit. Um, yeah, it, it truly feels more of a Fitbit with Wear OS, more so than a Wear OS that happens to have Fitbit. So it's more of that Fitbit-esque yeah. feeling. Uh, the Versa, the, the you know the, the the different experiences. If you've ever used Fitbit, so my wife used to use them a lot. I mm -hmm. uh, about a year and a half ago, I finally uh, not a year, yeah, no, literally when the uh, the TickWatch E. Remember last yeah. year's the TickWatch Ego? So I gave her that. So she's been rocking that one, and she have it. She loves it. Um, but then when I showed yeah, Marie's using one, the GTH Pro, the one with Artie. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah. Artie? Oh, yeah, 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 Artie. Yeah, so I she's on that TickWatch. I, I think... I'll, I'll say it. I got Artie running once, and that was it. Artie just did not like. Me. Oh, Artie worked great for me, and it's it was great because like I could never get it to, to it always. Marie and I had like a little competition going. Like my my veins are ten years younger than my wife's veins are. Mm -hmm. She didn't think that was very funny. <laughs> no, um, but but just to kind of kind of show. For, for I know, it's like I do I gotta, love my wife. I gotta, I, I gotta apologize because um, you know I gotta see her at some point. But yeah. but, but like this, I, I I don't have a Fitbit here. I really haven't rocked with one. We she used to use a Sense, and we had to get it replaced like three times, and it wasn't yeah, yeah. a very good piece of hardware. But this is the Amazfit GTS4 that I just reviewed. You reviewed yes. the, reviewed the GTR4, GTR, yeah, yeah, and if you look, more. if I can get my face out of the way, oh come on, there we go. Uh, it oh, is yeah, so much closer to a smaller fitness tracker screen. Mm -hmm. So if you just cut the edges off of this little GTS four and tried to make it a round dial, a round yeah. crown, or what do you call that? A round face? <laughs> yeah. You'd end up with it's something like the Pixel Watch. And for me though, the Pixel Watch feel so I keep wanting to call it the pebble. I don't know why it, like it looks like if you take out the straps. It has that pebble yeah. shape. It feels like it yeah. looks like a pebble. Oh yeah, the design was done very beautifully. The stone, yeah, it's, it's a stone. Yeah, sorry, yeah, not the pebble like the watch. I meant the stone, like an actual pebble. Um, so yeah, no, I, I like the experience. Um, I'm hoping at some point maybe if they do have a little bit of a bigger, a bigger watch, that may be something. Um, but yeah, no, at some point, what I'll probably say is with with everything going on, I will say this is definitely a, a really good intro, uh, intro into the smartwatch i want to yeah. see though ha can google leverage still give you give you a day worth of battery life when you have lte turned on on it because again i was a little bit confused i typically see when a watch is released with and without lte that one mm -hmm. version will have a bigger battery because you want to compensate yeah. for the for the modem and that that's not that, what we've got no, yeah. Typically, what we get is same device. I mean, that, that's what we usually get. Right now, what we have is pretty much the same on every uh, all across. So, although this will live more on uh, GPS and Bluetooth for me, if I want to use it as far as you know for fitness and so on, um, LTE I probably will activate it, but not necessarily use it. I love the fact that we can turn it off. It was easy. You go into settings, yeah. you go get into connectivity, done. Uh, modem, boom, off. Turn it off from automatic, and then you're banned. You're there. 
it has Wi-Fi. So if it needs to actually connect to your phone over Wi-Fi, let's say you're out of the room, yeah. you want to get notifications, it's going to work. It, it, it does the job I, and I think it'll do well. I'll be curious yeah. to see. I mean, like, like I said, I, I, I'm, I, I have now dropped down to 69% just messing around with the watch while we've been talking. So mm -hmm. I'm using the watch a little bit much. more. <laughs> between what? some of our well and then for me here. though i had to reset and restart yeah so i haven't recharged yeah. it since but yeah. but but again super passive use to then just kind of poking around and, and scanning through a couple notifications and stuff like that I, <laughs> I i i have started wearing the battery down a little bit but that's still pretty good yeah, yeah. as soon as i just do even without lte as soon as i do a workout and i've got gps running i believe this is going to be a an under 24 hour watch so I'll have to charge in the morning if I want to do any. I don't really wear watches at night, but if I want to try the sleep tracking, I don't think it can last. I, I, I'm probably going to try a, that yet. a workout and a sleep track. I just think in it's, it's going to be a little it, lean. And it takes about 80 minutes from what they advertise on the website uh, to charge it fully from zero. So it's not a... I'll say this. It, it needs a few more days. It's definitely more of a Fitbit. Like I said, it's not designed to try to last for days yet. Um, and uh, I want to see some of the other options available if they do, like I said, down the road, maybe make a other yeah. other sizes and so on. But and it's a good start. And it's making me it's making me real anxious to see what what we can do with a, a boulder of larger watch case like mm -hmm. this tick watch. Well, like a pro. Maybe that, that maybe they're keeping that for the Pixel Watch Pro SOC. or something like that. Well, I mean, we'll have to see now that Apple has the Ultra, if we just get a, a Google, a, a Pixel Watch Plus, even that True. would be fine. Some some people are actually enjoying the Pixel, uh, the uh, the uh, the iPhone 14 Plus more than the Pixel, uh, the Pro Max because the battery life is much much better. Yeah, and and over but because obviously you don't have the always on display, you don't have the high refresh rate. You, you're getting but but yeah. say you just took like sort of the casing, you made the casing of a Tick Watch E3 a mm -hmm. little rounder. Yeah, yeah. And you could open up the bezels a bit and you would end up with something like that. You would Pixel end up with something about the right size for a Pixel Watch Plus. Oh, no, I know. And, you and wouldn't it, be far off. But I will say, though, I, I love the that, so which one, which is your favorite uh, watch face right now? Like, what, what are you using overall? Oh, I just went super basic. So I've got um, it's on I, the wrong wrist the, for me to show this off. Yeah, but. I'm doing the concentric, the one that keeps running the the spinning outer dial. So it keeps basically. Spinning. Oh yeah, that, I like that one. That one's cool. Visually, I, I just it, went super super basic with like oh, just, just time. Very, yeah, no, I know my digital is, clock and then my temperature, heart rate, and step count. Yeah, let me see. So. Can we can we get sand? And there we are. See, look. Yeah, that one's clean. It I is, really like but that. That, that spinning dial at the top, I just mesmerized. I like looking at it. Mm -hmm. And one thing I will say this UI element wise, though, just from a sense of how this works, my favorite feature so far, because I, I uh, just kind of like feature. So if you're holding the watch straight, I know I'm not trying to keep it in focus and you just swipe up with the crown, mm -hmm. it opens up the notification panel. You don't have to swipe down for it. And if you swipe down, it jumps, it brings down, uh, sorry, by the way, uh, swipe down takes the notification panel with the toggles, swipe up takes notification you're able to interact with them without having to do the swipe. There's some thought process put into the crown, not just having it look nice. And for everybody that hasn't seen this yet, or you probably haven't noticed, this actually has a secondary button. There's a function button that's right under the crown that doesn't really, it's very well designed to be flushed to the system. So it almost looks like it's not there. Uh, but if you have it on your watch, yeah, if you just, like you said, they were like, okay, swipe down, boom, notification, swipe up. You it's get pretty the notification, clean. and then you swipe through them, and then you can swipe them away, of course. 
Um, it came. I, with... I caught myself on my tick watch turning the little cra- the, button, the little the, buttons because the they're not crowns. No, no, no. I, I was just kind of messing crowns. around. Like, why isn't it doing anything? Oh, that's right, because my pixel watch is that's on the, the other wrist. It's the other hand, Juan. <laughs> it's the other hand. But it, that took over so quick because I I yeah. haven't used Galaxy watches and I haven't played with fossils for a while and, and either. Galaxy watches don't have it. Galaxy watches has buttons. But they, but they having the have pixel spinning... watch for a day, yeah. I would start. I started turning one of the the the, the buttons on my tick watch and you're like, oh right, right, that does nothing. Great. Yeah, and great, great, great. I, I like I like Chop's comment. Uh, he's right. the uh, The bezels are much well uh, are less pronounced when you have it on the black with yeah. the with the spinning dial because it it matches. You know, it it definitely leverages <laughs> there. Um, so, but yeah, um, Pixel in good shape. Uh, we've got to get started actually working on it. So for both of us, our coverage is going to be coming out. I think kind of organically like this. It's going to be a while before I'll ever call something a review <laughs> for, for using it like this. I, um, I think Michael Peppertech was teasing us at the beginning. He's like, Juan, you already had it for like 24 hours. What's wrong, man? Yeah, I know. You're slowing down in your old age, buddy. I need uh, I need my unboxing, first impressions, comparisons with other phones, and full in-depth review, and my after the buzz. I mean, that should really only take me about 36 hours. So I, I think that's that. I, I'm with you, man. I support you, and I'll make sure to. But, and if everybody listening, make sure you check out his Patreon because I think um, some of that content is also going to be coming out to his Patreon. So the, I, I did, I did kind of link to my performance benchmark charts. Yep. Um, I haven't even like pulled them out or made them pretty or anything. It's just every phone that I've tested from the last year in one PowerPoint presentation, going from like video rendering to audio editing. Um, if if a lot of that information will eventually make it into future videos and reviews and stuff like that. But if you want to get a sense of it now, um, patreon.com slash some gadget guy patrons are already getting like my behind the scenes on mm-hmm. everything that's testing. And you can see very granularly where like a pixel six, a is a dominant option in a real world test and where the pixel seven pro is kind of landing against eight gen ones Dimensity 8100s, uh, Snapdragon 870s. Uh, it, it's been really interesting. This year has been a very unpredictable year for yeah. uh, these types of performance improvements. No, I, and I, I appreciate where we, where we are and how things are going. And um, I think for me, it's uh, it's fun going back to a Pixel and fun using it as a primary driver, a primary device to use on a daily basis. Uh, because uh, it's been some time, like I've been jumping from many devices and I, I've been really waiting, like I'm uh, carrying over with the fold and I, I really want to finally go back to a, to a, to a legit, just like a, a powerhouse. And I want to see, you know, how does it handle creation content, you know, calls daily. Oh, yeah. um, I want to take it out and do a couple of speed tests just to see how the radio performance, uh, the antennas where we are right now here in, in, in my area have gotten so good. I'm getting over a thousand on most of my speed tests. Oof. So I'm like, crap. Like what? I'm nowhere I mean, near that. No, I know. I, 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 what I, <laughs> and, and no, no. And to be honest, most of those speeds don't occur in my home. It is about roughly about like five minutes or six minutes from where I am. It's a much more densely populated uh, area with like malls and stuff like that. Uh, oh, but yeah, I love. Yeah. I always love doing the speed there because I typically like. Oh, and I'll say this. Uh, maybe even in in the in the lieu of this one. Um, you um, ultra capacity started to show up now after the last update that we got from Samsung. They're a little bit behind nice. on the fold. Like even though we're in October, they gave us September security patch update. 
But with that, they fixed it. And I think what did that, this is the version of the software that should have been there day one. Because I know we talked about it before. We're like, hey, I don't know why I'm not getting the speeds I'm supposed to. Like, why would right. Samsung, you know, like purposely not give it the full benefit? And, and yeah, it's an expensive phone. So long, long story short, updates always make things better. Sometimes they well, don't, but and, most of the time and, they do. And talking about you getting UC and some really great T-Mobile 5G coverage. Really good connection. Uh, we we recently got to play around with some other products that can take advantage of that T-Mobile 5G I, connection. That was I was so happy to see that man. Oh, sorry, go ahead, keep going. It, it, yeah, yeah. So no, I mean I was going like, Matt TK is just gonna run with it. This is awesome. No, um we 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 got to go hands-on on launch day for the new line of surface devices. Oh yeah. I've been a little surprised at how vitriolic the response has been. Mm -hmm. Um I had a number of comments on my just hands-on video like this is completely uninspiring hardware. Microsoft has completely lost the plot. This is <laughs> underpowered and too expensive. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, like, yeah. no one's really done anything with these things yet. Um, I I don't know that you know what you're asking for if you're talking about Surface I, gear. The reality... Um, I, yeah, no. I. It sounds like their expectations were of a gaming system, uh, and not realizing what the surface, what is Surface trying to do, what it, what, what's the solutions that they're trying to provide, and um, mm -hmm. like what we saw yesterday. I guess it's two days. Was it yesterday? No, two days. Two days ago. It, what, no, was it? I am was really. It I'm, I'm really. It was no. It was Wednesday. It was yesterday. It was Wednesday morning. It was yesterday. It was oh yesterday my god. Like, yeah, happy you're Friday. Right. No, happy no, you're, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, I'm, yeah. No, I, I mean, added a whole like, extra day. I like it's Friday. Are we doing this on Friday or Thursday? We've been on Thursday. <laughs> oh, and yesterday, no. all I know I remember because I had to jet out faster than than Juan did. But um, so yeah, long story, incredibly, incredibly long. I don't know why, but we got some hands-on with some incredible hardware. Um, and we also got a hands-on we and we were walked through and we it was a curated yeah. experience where we had um, at each each product we had a, a curated or presentation done, like a mini presentation kind of giving us a summation of what things are. The biggest thing I would probably say is the approach that they did to the Pro 9 model. Okay. The, so yeah. the, the new laptop Pro 9, it's a tablet, uh, typical Surface tablet yeah. with keyboard. Surface tablet. Uh, yeah. Surface tablet, you know, and you get the keyboard with it the, with the, with the uh, pen input. They have a really nice hidden mechanism for it as well. Um, but they're leveraging Windows on ARM here and keeping, giving you that option at launch. Like if you want to have something with more, uh, better power savings, longer battery life, better connectivity, as well as more portability and having the power of a mobile processor like the HCX put in there uh, is... You know, it's definitely big there uh, with all the optimization with the audio. I put in a clip. So I put the clip in there that we, we they recorded of me. Oh, doing good. Audio good. You did get it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it, it, what happened is, so this is the messed up part, right? So I, you weren't around, so I couldn't catch you. I'm not saying it's your thing. I'm just saying I'm mentioning it. So I don't, you don't, uh, it's not that. Um, so I had, I set my phone on the table, the X70 Pro Plus, um, and I had it pointed to me to record the clip, right? But then because they were doing all the clapping and the banging and all that mm -hmm. good stuff, they were banging on the table. So you see the beginning yep. of the clip, me starting da 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 da, and then afterwards, like, boom. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was, but they were still recording audio. So I got the audio part good. 
with the clap. Uh, but what ended up happening is it actually was really good. Like it was crazy good. The yeah. ability of canceling everything. So, so we're we're getting a. Li I mean, obviously, I made that transition talking about five G. Microsoft showed yeah. off a, a basically a total refresh of their mainstream line. Mm -hmm. um, the one I was surprised to see, I did feel was a little behind. Mm -hmm. um, the new Surface Studio Two Plus is on eleventh gen Intel and yeah, has and, and only i seven RTX no, thirty sixty. And no i9 uh, option. It's an upgrade. No over, i9 option. Or, yeah, it, it's, it's because it's a studio, but it does, right? That's the one that felt like just a bit of a spruce. Like, it, we it just is. refreshed it's... the specs a little bit, and maybe there will be a proper Surface Studio 3 out relatively soon. Could, could I couldn't, you know, it, I, I, couldn't I, I got the sense that this this was, as, you know, like Microsoft kind of just their, their little like acknowledgement that they needed to have a desktop refresh but the new laptop 5 uh mm -hmm. in 13 and 15 inch models the surface pro nice. 9 which we've already said but specifically now there there isn't a separate surface x with yes. an arm chipset so it's surface pro 9 to, yeah exactly it's surface pro 9 with intel so 12th gen intel or mm -hmm. surface pro 9 sq3 which is so the the qualcomm um, yeah. 8cx Gen 3. It's exactly or, yeah. or a refresh of it. it. It's a proprietary relationship that Microsoft has with Qualcomm to make this yeah. sort of a custom solution, but it's ba it's based on the uh, ATX. the, the Snapdragon that we've seen, the ACX. No, no, absolutely. And and they mention it. It just they're yeah, like you said, it's refer it's referred to as the SQ3 uh edition. Um, which it, which the other thing that we were talking since we we're talking 5G connectivity and all, I love the fact that it was not tied to a specific carrier. It's unlocked yep. out of the box. Yep. And the demo units we had at the time, uh, they were running the ones that had T-Mobile connected on them. So they were like, okay, great. Now you're talking to my uh, to my world here. Let's let's start talking about what connectivity is. You know, all of that yeah. good stuff. Um, designs we had we saw a lot of accessibility too. That was also a really guy a really nice mm -hmm. um, area that I don't think a lot of people focused on. Uh, but the ability of getting functions natively built in for accessibility and accessories as well, like not just software but hardware to complement. Uh, yeah. That one mouse they were showing us was really nice, like that little tiny cube of a mouse, and then you you plug it into a three D three D molded print of uh, of the regular Microsoft mouse, and boom, it becomes there. And that can convert from righty right handed to left handed as easy of like pop pop, you know, two popping everything. Um, that was exciting for me. I like that. I like that experience. There was a lot of good things going on. Um, even the dock, I was excited for the dock. I don't yeah. know why the dock made made me excited. The, the uh, audio dock was cool. I mean, it, there have been so many of these. Like, I just recently played with a laptop hub that has you know high res audio built into it, and yeah, I yeah. love these different. Like, I have um, a, another tease for a video coming out. Is this is the U Perfect laptop dock, um, but this is the wireless 14 Pro. So okay. if you can do Dex Ready Four or the Magic, the Honor Magic Four will do wireless desktop mode. Then you can connect this to your phone wireless wirelessly projection. if you want to do yeah. wireless projection. Uh, Huawei so, would probably work with it as well because I think it. Also yeah, I, I believe it would. I, I I haven't you know played with Huawei in so long. I, I was just excited to get Honor back. Um, so when 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 we're looking at like all of the different modular features that you can combine with these products now th this to me is like you know apple has an ecosystem that's built on a, a very specific kind of carrier lock-in google has an ecosystem where 
they're catching up on like phones and smartwatches, but mm -hmm. they've got, I think, a better infrastructure for smart home tech and combining oh, all of these different things. And I think Microsoft is building their own first party platform where they're trying to kind of disrupt their own established market. Like okay. a Surface is always going to be more expensive and probably going to be less powerful but it's built and designed in a way to craft an experience that you really can't get anywhere else. And then you, you, you look at these things, you know, like for people who, who have very special uh, considerations or special needs for interacting with technology, mm -hmm. they're way ahead of the curve in addressing those types of usability and accessibility issues from, from yeah. the Xbox accessibility platform controller all the way now to different 3D modeling rigs for using stylus and smart pens mm -hmm. for clip-on mouses. And now these new control pad surfaces, it's basically just a little puck and it has a four button actuator in it. Mm -hmm. And you can program all of these different things. So let's say you don't have a hand and you're interacting with a different part of your arm. Yeah, yeah. You can click these four buttons just like you would kind of like the D-pad on a game controller. And that can be your interface for interacting with different things on your computer. And you can do anything you want to print out different modules that can click into it for customizing the software. Mm -hmm. and, and when you see that, you're like, okay, well, Microsoft is doing this really cool thing with accessibility. That has bled into the Surface line, the actual computers themselves. Opening the hinge on a Surface Pro 9 oh, yeah. is so easy but the hinge is like perfectly balanced. So like it doesn't feel wobbly when you have it propped up, but I was shooting video with the, the, the hinge closed and I reach over with one hand and I can open that hinge, pull the, the, the Surface Pro open, have the mm -hmm. keyboard blade lay flat, and it's all one hand while I'm shooting video from a phone of that whole interaction. You yeah. can take one finger and lift the lid on a Surface Laptop 5. You can oh take God, two yes. fingers yeah. and pull the studio whole display to lay it totally flat to use it as a graphics tablet. Everything is so easy. It's just machined easy. It's just so and balanced, beautiful. Balanced specifically, they were explaining to us on the five at least every. Unit oh yeah, on the laptop. Yeah, yeah. They're they're how adorable. The, the guy who was running the laptop presentation, he like he could not have been. An, a more just, adorable engineer no no absolutely this is he was, he was just so proud and this is a what and and like he's breaking down like so every single surface laptop has to go through this calibration process so depending on the hinge and the materials yep. and the rigidness of the structure we put in different quantities of magnets so that it closes appropriately but it can still be opened and that has to be calibrated uniquely for every yeah, single laptop right. and he was just like he was like it was like he was talking about it like his adorable little toddler no, no, like it, he was it, just so it, proud it, of himself it, and this it, is so good felt, and we have so much like fun it was a, yeah yeah it was it was a <laughs> very much a father father talking about his uh, his kids uh, <laughs> type totally of experience was. and no but you got to enjoy it and you got to experience some of that the new experience there and it feels like so the, the refinements that we get there for me obviously it pulls a lot on the surface laptop go to since we got a chance to play with that it's basically the big brother of that right i mean it's not like you know the, the, yeah. the go to the laptop is more of a student entry level this is definitely more of the more professional you can definitely do more 
Um, the one thing I was a little bit surprised, and I think we, I asked him, we were talking about it. I was hoping for some more, at least on the Surface 5, maybe a discrete option, somebody, uh, something with a more yeah. like a discrete graphics, because it seemed like only the studio got a 3060. And, it, and again, as you said, it was like a 3060. Not not yeah. to say that the 3060 is bad. It's a decent GPU. Yeah, it's great. Uh, for what they need. Uh, but, you know, it's, I, I mean, it, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that type of, the studio wouldn't be necessarily something for people to go start rendering videos and stuff. It's really more for CAD design, drawing, uh, utilizing the Graphics. space. Yeah, yeah, it's more graphic. I think it's it's designed for that. Um, but on the Surface 5, I felt like maybe we it would have benefited from like a 3080 or something like that, or even like a, a more I, a slightly more powerful slightly a co I, I think, production tool yeah I, I i completely agree i think the the surface laptop 5 15 is overdue a discrete gpu yeah and, and i think yeah, that was it's, my it's, only it's, thing it's, it's time that we've we've kind of uh just given it that little bit of extra oomph give it that uh, especially power. with better competition from like apple in that space Oh yeah, especially around the 15 with the M series, yeah. the M1s, all that. I mean, we're they're already going mobile, and we're still using, obviously, Intel. Nothing's wrong with it, but I'm just saying, um, we had one Windows on ARM type of a solution, so utilizing more mobile processing. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, like I said, the the, the overall portfolio, portfolio. Sorry, then I keep banging the mic. Um, it it stayed it stayed basically again part for the core. It it stayed pretty much on the on the on the path of what Surface is supposed to reliable. Well designed, as you said, the improvements over the uh, the the magnets, the experience with the one-handed experience, uh, the accessibility. I like the fact that the dock makes it into a one cabled connection. Thunderbolt made a big yeah. show there, obviously, and we're going to talk obviously as well about iPhone because that was uh, also a little bit of a, a change. Uh, I, guess, I didn't <laughs> guess what. <laughs> I like it was it was something I would say kind of like finally. It, making it better and easier for Windows users. Uh, again, I, I, the, the, the reason why I'm being so so pissy dismissive is it's yet another example to me of other companies solving problems for, for Apple, Apple yeah. because of all the iPhone users out there. So basically, you're just going to get significantly better inter integration right. with your cloud services. Yeah, yeah. And so now on uh, Windows 11, and they're showing this off on services, obviously, if we're running Windows 11, this is going to be coming in a major kind of push update that's going to be coming uh, to Windows Absolutely, 11 yeah. That one is, feature is with the when tabs you go inside into, of Windows, in, uh, Windows uh, sorry, File Explorer, that killed me. I still don't have that When feature. you go into your File Explorer and when you go into your Photos app, it's going to be much more clearly delineated. Like, there are going to be these little icons and this uh, conveyance where you can see, oh, this is a photo from my iCloud. This is a photo from my OneDrive. This is a photo yep. that's stored locally on the computer. Mm -hmm. But the interaction with iCloud being OS level now meant like she was taking photos with an iPhone and they were immediately showing up in as cloud storage folders exactly. on, a, on a Surface Studio. And you're like, that's great. I mean, uh, again, I think Microsoft has done this phenomenally well. I think Microsoft does this kind of integration and interaction a lot better than they ever get credit for. Yeah. But to me, it's frustrating because one, we know Apple never gives the same kind of consideration. Things yeah. are never built into Mac OS with the same kind of ease of use or the same kind of consistency. Windows and Mobile Apple better never would have collaborated. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, that. Sorry. But but Apple never would have extended better resources for Microsoft to do this. It's like Microsoft has to do this on their own. Google has to do this on their own. We all have to like cater to this yeah. monopolistic business entity, and we get a better product out of it. 
but the company that's really doing the work to make the product better and is making iCloud better isn't really getting the recognition that I think they deserve. So yeah, but I but I, I appreciate what I would say on my end. I think it's more of a survivable type of thing for Windows users to be to have a better experience using their iPhone is also helping the ecosystem not lose subscribers because you don't want to people say like, oh, I can never use my iPhone the way I want to on my on my Android or on my, right. not on my Android, on my but Windows. But the same thing has yeah. never worked because like I can't even use like USB file transfers from an Android to a Mac. Yeah. So no. again, I just want to point out Apple has broken standards to make their products more proprietary and more expensive and it's everybody else's responsibility to fix their broken products so that other people can simply interact with Macs and iPhones. And that is really stupid. What Microsoft has done is kind of incredible. It oh, yeah. really is good software and Windows 11 is, is really catching up on a lot of this pretty fluid, the way panels snap and move, all of the, um, like the your start menu yeah, yeah, yeah. is now sticky. So it follows the gesture. It's not just tap, start button, and it pops and it up. It's, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It swipes up with your finger. Panels from the side swipe with your fingers. Like Windows 11 is really trying to find its tablety side. Um, well, bringing but it back again, from Windows 8, right? Remember, there was that weird transition, yeah. right? We went into Windows yes. 8, which was supposed to be more tablet, a lot of big buttons. <laughs> then we reverted back to standard mode because Windows 8 was such a bad debacle. Then Windows 10 came in to try to fix things up. I, I was like, on board. I, I loved Windows 8, and people can fight me. I, I think you had to be really stupid if you couldn't figure out did Windows 8. Did you ever 8. use it in tablet mode, or did you ever did you keep it in desktop mode? Yeah. I, liked, I mean, I was, I was okay with tablet mode initially. I was kind of getting used to it. By the time I got comfortable with tablet mode, they took it away. That was no, the No, Windows part. 8 totally got me cooking on keyboard shortcuts for Windows. Okay. Like, even now today, I do very little in Windows. I mean, unless I absolutely just have to put a mouse cursor somewhere. Yeah. Everything, I've got shortcuts and macros. Like, I, I'm a keyboard junkie. It's like almost like going back to DOS. Windows 8 kind of supercharged that for me, and I just yeah. stuck with it through Windows 10 and Windows 11. I was good with Windows 8. I think people that blew Windows 8 out of proportion like the issues and the problem it doesn't even have a start button oh, like you're stupid it, it, no no it, it was a you're you're you're, you're 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 an idiot and i think less of you i not you okay. tk because i know I, you you could use windows 8 you weren't one of those people no no windows 8 was that. fine 8.1 8. was also kind of uh okay for me it was more about more like uh it, it's just a ui element shift it by the time i got used to it and got comfortable with it. And I no, but it's frustrating it. because now we're getting back to a lot of the things that we would have just a taken for bit. granted on Windows 8. But I like in that tablet interaction. Yeah, no, no. But the the like the UI elements that we saw on the on the on the Surface Five, on the Pro Nine, as well, even on the Studio. Mm -hmm. Like you said, uh, just the ability of moving the the, the 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 actual whatever window you want, and you want to bring it up to the top. Yeah. It gives you the different options of what you want to be able to snap it at, as opposed to have, and it pops up now, and it's more persistent when you have your as long as you keep the mouse sitting mm -hmm. up there, and then it snaps it. And if let's say you have multiple tabs opened up in 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 uh, Edge, I don't think it'll support Chrome. I think that's primarily windows edge on there yeah um it'll show the different uh panels uh, the different tabs as separate panels you can select and it'll ex take it out of directly from uh the system so mm -hmm. a lot of functional things done correctly uh one thing to mention i didn't get a chance to you you were you may have stepped away um the uh 
the ability of sharing files straight from iCloud into an email for attachment yeah. is also built in. So that image yeah. that uh, the one I posted of us on um, on Instagram, that picture came straight from uh, they they took a picture of us while we were standing in front of the studio two uh, the studio the the studio two plus. Um, <laughs> And then she literally, she tagged it. She connected it straight from iCloud into her mail client and then mailed it out. So that was, that was a nice little, little service. So very smooth, Again, uh, an updated. Fixing something problem. that's no, broken on iCloud. So again, I, I'm, I'm, I think Microsoft is doing something really interesting there. It's yeah. a shame that Apple can't contribute to the rest of the tech community in the same way that everyone else has to is contributing contribute. to the usability of their products because otherwise know. this walled garden would be a lot more severe if it weren't for microsoft and google having to play nice and I mean, I, 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 there's a part of me that really wishes like microsoft would go scorched earth like <laughs> okay fine no more office no no more no more cloud storage no more server storage hosting like Apple, just do it yourself since you're so clever. I'd love to see kind of like like the Bill Gates era of Microsoft wage total war on <laughs> Mac OS today. Like, just to because I think I don't think people realize like how many things are properly broken by Apple um, in the way that we use basic service USB. Apple is non-compliant. Bluetooth file transfers. Yeah. Apple is non-compliant. This type of cloud storage mechanism. Apple will play ball letting you use APIs for iCloud, but they're not going to include better management of your APIs in their exactly. operating in their system. system. No, no, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest difference um, where Microsoft was trying to show. So that was the biggest kind of caveat in there. Sure. A lot of improvements, minor. Uh, there was the updated version of the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The photo app, I think they talked about. But there was mm -hmm. also that designer app, uh, the designer functionality yeah. that we saw. They're going hardcore on AI content. And I had uh, to ask a really dopey question. I know. Like, so, like, so like if your AI is making, I mean, so you can come up with a template and this designer app will create, uh, it's, it's based on, um, what's the AI, Dolly? Dolly, yeah, Dolly too. Dolly. So mm -hmm. it's based on that. So you give it this like just casually worded instruction, like I want a watercolor painting of a house to be the background of this birthday card. And yep. it will create a wholly new image that has never existed before on the internet, and and like that that to me is crazy. is impressive and shocking and also hugely disruptive to the entire market that we have established for things like stock photography and clip art and like if I take a photo of something and I charge money for it I own the license but you are using the license and I am allowing you to use this piece of media in your project and now here's Microsoft like we've created an entirely new work at some point people are going to have disputes on intellectual property and who owns the rights to this? And is and, this an and, image I can use in perpetuity? Like well, to me, we, this is create wild. The same thing if let's say you and I both put in the same sentence, right? I yeah. want a picture of a dog sitting on a chair in, a, in an open field, and then suddenly we get the yes. same image generated, and we may have we may modify it exactly the same. I mean, it, it's I'm not saying that it's totally far fetched. You and I hung out for quite some time. We've talked. We have a lot of things. There are certain things sometimes we release video review videos posted without even talking to each other around days from yeah. each other. It it could happen. 
And I wonder, you're right. And, and I, they didn't have a really straight up answer for us because it was primarily just, you know, obviously it's new, new yeah. content. I, I mean, I'm asking something like really deep in the weeds, would, legal, would, yeah. nerdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, we'll get back to you. We'll let you know. Yeah. It, it's, I, you it's know cool. what I should do is I should hit them up and you're like, oh, yeah, I loved the event. Thank you so much for having us. It was so much fun, blah, blah, blah. Just following up. <laughs> have you gotten your lawyers on the case? I'd love to know what they what they have to say. They're like, I don't want to be that that obnoxious. Yeah. Um, but but all in all, serious about that question. Okay, oh, right, that jerk. Um, all in all, I feel like Microsoft put a good foot forward on. Yeah. I mean, isn't this like? I want to say it's the tenth anniversary of the first Surface launch. I think yeah, somebody was talking about. Isn't that. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this isn't radical. It's not revolutionary. I think a lot of people are frustrated because they want to see something disruptive from Microsoft. Yeah, no. Obviously, there was no news about Duo. I, I mean, I, I'll, they had a Duo be very... too. They had one Duo too sitting on the table. That was it. one of the PR guys came over to me. and was like, "Oh, I was hoping you were going to bring your Duo also." <laughs> I was like, "I'm shooting this all on a Xiaomi. I'm so sorry." Um, the Duo was so much fun, but the one thing I absolutely needed was a better camera. And he was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." Um, Between the two of us, we covered this show with this event with an X70 Pro Plus and a Xiaomi 12s Ultra. Yeah. Two great two great devices oh to yeah yeah we totally oh and, and i i gotta tell you like i know we're wrapping up our conversation about the microsoft event but i set up a gorilla pod i plugged in my road mics over yeah. usb uh i i pointed the 12s ultra in your general direction and it looks like it could have been any mirrorless camera like it looks so it was, good yeah, for the, just a the, simple two-person shot really nice. podcast it, yeah, yeah. Oh. It, was a, it was a beautiful spot and and definitely i mean obviously not the same as our as my car last time but um <laughs> it, it definitely, i mean it was a different experience it was it was great we were doing it quickly yeah uh, i was i think I, I think i was going on a trip that ended the, the that evening if i wasn't mistaken yeah like, it was a weird yeah it was a tough day because i i was like oh my god likely we got in we, we did all of that so um, so hopefully if we do get a chance to to experience some of mm -hmm. the hardware uh, in more of a testing experience experience uh, we'll get we'll what, keep what, guys what out of out of everything that they showed I think I know what your answer would be what is it that you would want to test drive I will say the surface pro 9 5g because same G I want that I want to I want to try that arm I, I want windows on arm I, I want to get that portability I want to be I want that more um so I got exposed to this a few years back uh, when it was first introduced, when we started to see in the pro, you know, like the X model on the Surface X, um, it was locked to Verizon at the time. And it was definitely more like first gen, second release every year, year yeah. over year, we hear Qualcomm introducing talking about it. I saw the updated uh, hardware last year. Obviously we're sure we're going to be hearing more about it later this year. Um, but I want to see more. Yeah. I want to be able to live with a mobile computing solution on arm, like an actual, truly fully installed fully set up and see what are the limitations what things can i not do and can it really yeah. outperform my you know my actual main system that i'm not gonna lie my last trip to, to germany when i was going there for xiaomi um i really struggled using my laptop and it, it's not a gaming laptop it's a it's a creator laptop but i couldn't charge it on the airplane the chargers yeah. on the airplane wouldn't handle the the power the, the power brick that comes with it, so I barely had an hour worth of editing uh, to get a, get something out. But I would have loved <laughs> having, like, again on a five something seven hour right. flight, yeah, something to work with that is more efficient and ran longer, and of course has connectivity to upload straight up from it anywhere I am without having to go find where the hotspot where the Wi Fi is. 
Um, but yeah, like solutions like these, I always am excited about. So I, yeah. I, 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 I said my piece and hopefully I think we're we'll see ready. what comes back. I, yeah. I, I was ready back in the Windows RT days. I was ready to do this, rip off the Band-Aid, yeah, yeah. start making mobile style apps specifically for a trimmed down version of Windows. It has always bothered me how Microsoft... So Apple... Cha I, I've lived through two massive silicon changes with Apple. Okay. I started working on Macs when they were PowerPC, and I, okay. I was running hard through the years of dual-core, dual-socket Power Macs. I loved those machines. Yeah, yeah. I, I made the Intel transition. I was still an Apple product specialist working DOE contracts, and then I started shifting over into entertainment. Now, again, I've, I've gotten to watch yet another Apple silicon change from Intel uh, powered products to their own um, ARM-based ARM, processors. Yeah. Every so single time yeah. we've seen Microsoft or another manufacturer with Windows try to make an alternatively powered device that's not based on x86, it's not an AMD processor or an Intel processor, mm -hmm. there is zero patience. It needs to be perfect. I don't have all the access to my apps. You can't run any legacy software. What's going on? This is garbage. Yeah. Both times I've, I've watched Apple make this transition, and granted, Apple has had some good like compatibility and and like emulation software to help ease the transition. But yeah. you can't tell me like going to M1 didn't come with a phenomenal amount of teething pains for a daily driver computer. At, like at the beginning, it yeah, wasn't I... a seamless transition. Let's not pretend that it was. Um, we have all the runway in the world for Apple to handle that transition. It's gonna get better. You just gotta wait. It, developers are going to get on board. It's going to be fine. But Microsoft does anything, and it's like it did not take off like a helicopter. You know, Apple gets the runway from Fast and Furious movies, like infinite runway. Like yeah, yeah. the C-130 never really leaves the ground. It just goes on forever. You've got plenty of runway. But if Microsoft can't take off like a rocket, literally vertically, that, well, then it's just a fa total failure. So we've been scratching and clawing our way back to this idea, and Windows on ARM seems like it's it's in a good space to give it a, a real honest try. Yeah. But what I'm most anxious about is seeing like how many of the things in Windows 11 actually make the transition to Windows on ARM. Like, it's an ARM-based SOC, so shouldn't that be pretty easy to use Android apps? In well, fact, it, shouldn't it, it, Windows on ARM be even better for Android apps than Chrome? Intel, Chrome, yeah. On x86, you know? <laughs> like, it, the Pixelbook Go did not run Android apps as well as, like, a good mid-ranger phone. Now here's a Surface. Shouldn't we be able to leverage that infrastructure and that hardware and, and all those compatibility layers that are now built directly, uh, the runtime uh, environments that are built directly into Windows 11, like, shouldn't that work really well? And if it does, that significantly cuts the transition for so many people who are familiar with running their work through these mobile-style apps. I'm not going to be as concerned about the legacy x86 software. So that, to me, is the most anxious part. If we get that, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I don't care if it's going to be less powerful than a proper Intel Core i7, blah, 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 blah. If I'm getting legit, like, 
20 hours of use <laughs> on that you battery. To, yeah, exactly. It, it's, I'm good. It's the mobile, yeah. the mobile content creation. I'm not, we're not trying to leverage and say that this is going to be the mobile, you know, productivity, uh, massive, like not content creation, but like rendering and video I'm talking about actually, yeah, but I need it to be running gun and yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Be able to upload from it, connect it, be, be available to do everything you want to do out of a, your mobile device, but more of a computing form factor. Um, the testing that I did on the audio sample that I shot was done on the uh, on the on the uh, uh, sorry the um, I keep forgetting their 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 uh, their SOC naming but it, the ATX model essentially the the Windows yeah. on ARM model SQ3 um, the SQ3 so th yeah it, it's it's all about how does Microsoft does do they back up the system do they bring in the feature making it a smoother transition um, on hardware they made it absolutely identical with the exception of the antenna bands at the top you cannot tell the difference between the uh, the mo you know Windows on ARM to basically x86 that was e that was one of the things I loved about it. Um, and then it, I, again, but not having enough time to spend with it, it was short. And I also had to kind of jet about, I think was it 20, 30 minutes before, uh, my, our time was over. So right. overall, very promising. If I do get a chance to answer your question, I would love to be able to spend some time with the pro nine 5g model, uh, nothing against the standard pro nine. I just feel like the 5g is one that would probably meet my needs for mobile connectivity, computing, productivity, um, and honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it actually maybe handles, like you said, uh, Android apps better and maybe even renders better because we've seen it and we've done many yeah. tests where we see mobile computing, mobile processing or outputs, like when you're exporting files that run like two to three times faster, like depending on the system yeah. and, and the the timeline. So I, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, but I mean, you're building a, a, a pretty sturdy gaming laptop to consistently output. I mean, when we're talking about rendering the types of videos that we cut at a good YouTube quality, obviously yeah. we're not saying, you're gonna cut your next feature film out of your phone. Um, but when we're talking about that kind of practical experience, you gotta have a pretty sturdy gaming laptop to consistently take out, I don't know, a Snapdragon 865. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, easy to do at like a 50 megabit per second bit rate for 4k 60 frame per second video that looks pretty good when you yeah. upload it to youtube if i can get power director cooking in a good shell in windows 11 on a beefier arm soc than what's in my phone i'm hoping i'm really hoping we can we can take advantage of some of that hardware we'll, we'll have to see how well that plays Absolutely. So that for me, yeah, that for to summarize kind of the entire event, if there was one thing I kind of stuck in my mind, that was one thing. Uh, accessibility would have been next. And of course, uh, beautiful design hardware, some customizations. I think they showed us also the, some nice little etching options uh, that they're bringing in mm -hmm. uh, for the like the back end and so on. So I think it, as, a, as, a, as an event, it was nice. I was watching it on the, on the way there. I took an Uber in. That was really cool. I, there was no parking, but it was nice. It was a good. It was a good event overall, and we got a chance to get hands on like right after the keynote. It wasn't like yeah. the keynote ended. Yeah, we, we were, were in. in. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how we do it. So, um, but yeah, no, like I said, very good, very exciting week. A lot of things going on, and it can obviously is going to continue through next week because we're going to be spending more time with our, you know, Pixel Seven Pros, uh, and then putting mm -hmm. them through their paces and. Um, you know, and then putting them in in real world usage after the update and after the camera update, so that it actually becomes, you know, um, I would say public use ready kind of thing. That's the best way to say it. Um, yeah. And then uh, leveraging and seeing what the the Tensor Two can do in in real life usage, and hopefully, like like you said, battery life can get better a little bit with the display. As you would, I mean, we live in Southern California. We typically have beautiful sunny days. 
mm-hmm. but they're bright. And you're right, the display yep. has to pump out a lot of power to keep up with that type of experience. So we'll, we'll have to see how things go. And um, I'm sure this is something they can definitely but tune. Early experiences, I think, for both of us are definitely leaning towards the positive. Yeah. Uh, if you're on a Pixel 6 or 6 Pro, unless you're really finding the modem and radio to be a challenge, yeah, I don't think the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro are going to be life-changing upgrades. I think they're going to largely be lateral moves with a couple nice little perks. Maybe, uh, yeah. But this is very early use, and I'm very anxious to see how this first month of support runs. Because I think that's really going to set the tone for Pixel consumers. Not for lame tech reviewers who only seem to come to conclusions on smaller brands in an, an embargo week review. review but yeah, for yeah. the real lived in feel, I feel like the Pixel 6 Pro had tougher teething pains because of the way that Android 12 really got off to a shaky start. And I think now Google has an opportunity to improve the optics on their own line of hardware. Let's see how these first couple updates roll out, see what mm-hmm. kind of polish they can they can, uh, they can can perform, spruce up some of the performance, maybe find some way to make the screen run a little bit more efficiently. Yeah. And we've got, we've got a really good phone ready to go. Like the nuts Absolutely. and bolts are there, the pieces are there. We just mm-hmm. need to see how Google kind of um, uh, clicks them all together and polishes them up. I like that. I like that very much. Um, well, but that being obviously it was still on Thursday. Any any other things? Any other videos that you're thinking you push out this week? Uh, we we still have Friday, obviously Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But um, do you have anything content kind of working on other? Obviously, other than <laughs> Pixel Seven, we already know Pixel Seven. You kind of teased a couple little um, uh, nuggets. I, I'm gonna try and do just a little gimmicky video. Um, okay. Very very. I mean, if I, if I can pull it off tomorrow, it's gonna be very very short. It's not it, not a short, but it's going to be pretty quick. I just want to see, now that we've gotten that one little camera update, I want to take a closer look at the resampling because I think it's one of the things that the Pixel 6 Pro leaves on the table. Mm-hmm. It's got two pixel bending sensors, but I genuinely believe Google is doing very little to leverage the pixel resampling on a hardware level. Mm-hmm. I feel it's like they're just using them as 12 megapixel shooters with larger photo sites. And the major claim that the Pixel 7 event had was that transitional zoom between the main sensor and the telephoto, mm-hmm. leveraging both sensors for improved uh, fidelity and then also resampling images better yeah. using all of those little tiny subpixels. So I just want to try and get a couple samples out good. Southern California light, maybe take my little stuffed animal dog out and so you can kind of see some like hair and fur and see like if I go to a three time zoom from the main sensor, is the Pixel 7 really doing a better job than the Pixel 6 or was that just kind of like Google software magic speak? So uh, we'll have to see. Um, Yeah, yeah. I also really need to get out there and start uh, start wrapping up my my e-bike. I was about so to, I was just literally about electric, to say, you should just take the e-bike. The electric bikes. And, yeah, and yeah. now I have both the, the, the road bike and the fat tire bike. And yeah. I've done some talking to camera stuff. I really need to get like those video clips of me riding it, you know, better close-ups on the motor and the gears and here's the chain and here's the control. I mean, like it's all the B-roll that you need to shoot for an e-bike video is a lot more than what you need to do for a phone. So I, I might not get a video out tomorrow just so that I can work on all of that. I, I can't tell you guys, phones are cool. I love tablets, laptops are fun. Yeah, yeah. I am so stupid excited to be 
taking like urban mobility and people moving gadgets up to yeah. another level of conversation because you've been playing with some scooters you've been playing with some some little e-bikes and stuff yeah, I yeah. mean, just like getting a proper big boy fat tire electric <laughs> bicycle has been life changing. I, no, it's I, just so much fun. Yeah, no, no. I and uh, for me, I, I'm I'm trying to get my hands wrapped around. Um, I, I, there's, <laughs> it's a weird embargo, but it's it's an embargo on the fifteenth for some reason. I don't know why, but there'll be there'll be uh, something coming out hopefully within the next couple of days or so. Uh, coming Good. Up and, uh, yeah. So it'll be a nice little surprise. Hope you guys enjoy it. it it's definitely, uh, you know, it's a unique experience, but it definitely uh, from a company that we come on, we love and we enjoy their content from before. So we'll see, we'll see how that comes. So that's primarily what I'm going to shoot for. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do here in the studio because uh, the work here isn't done. They're going to need to come back yeah. next week. So I'm going to use that as the opportunity for me to do some remodeling, but I need to tactfully kind of think about it because I it's, I'm also very much constrained. So for the most part, testing the pixel seven pro family time on the, this weekend, going over to Caltech um, and, you know, and trying to see how things go with the, like I said, with the LTE connectivity here and, um, yeah, the improvements that we have in the camera. Like, I mean, you're going to be testing on your side. I'm going to try to test it online. We'll, we'll keep the conversation mm -hmm. going. So, um, one thing I didn't mention earlier is that I am, uh, I'm actually for the most part going to be shifting the Android Bay to be a co-hosted show now, uh, unless there's a specific yeah. reason why we don't have it when we don't have a, the best of our week. Um, I, I'm primarily going to be keeping the Android base. This was actually another second time we've done it since last week. It's actually running on both channels. Um, and it is, you know, it's obviously labeled as the Android Bay on one side and the best of our week on the other. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to leverage that a little bit more so I can, uh, because Omar is going back to swimming, there's a lot more competition. Saturdays are becoming a little bit hard for me and I don't like canceling them. Uh, this keeps yeah. me on, on tap and <laughs> we, we stay consistent. So yeah. So with that being said, hopefully you guys are enjoying the show. Uh, we had a good turnout. We actually hit over 50 today at, at some point at the beginning of the show. Thanks for everybody for hanging out with us. Um, it's been an interesting week. It's going to keep being interesting. <laughs> Be safe. Yeah. Stay safe. Um, and Juan, I, it was fun. We got a chance to hang out. Next time, let's make lunch. Something. Hopefully, we can. Yeah, we, we, we need. Can, we, we need to react. actually like. Yeah, we keep doing like we meet up for a few and then get out. Maybe go yeah. back to uh, the same spot last time. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um, make sure. sure you catch up the SGGQA on Monday uh, and uh, on its uh, new destination. So with that being said, thank you very much. Good night, everybody, and good morning to anybody that's in the uh, on the in the European time zone, obviously, or in the on Friday already. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Take care. Bam.